Sly Show with Super Sly 75. You are listening to OnTheWakeUpRadio.com. Sign up for OTWTube.com, uncensored free speech platform. Shout out to our super producer, Cindy Ashby. All shows are live on TheWakeUpRadio.com. Catch replays on SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, and iHeartRadio, as well as otwtube.com. And now back to your host, Super Sly 75. <clears throat> Somebody give me a sound check. How do, do I sound good? I sound good. Sound check. Shoal is quiet in Boulder, Colorado. <laughs> it show is quiet in Boulder, Colorado. I told y'all they weren't going to do nothing this year. Five and seven. I told y'all Colorado five and seven. Don't listen to me. I don't know what I'm talking about. Uh oh, uh oh, uh oh. All right, we good to go. We good to go. Hey, I told y'all Colorado five and seven this year. <laughs> I told y'all Colorado going to be five and seven. <laughs> you know what? Real quick, real quick, because I'm in, I'm in a good mood. I'm in a good mood. I'm in a good mood. Hey, I'm not good. <laughs> Wait, let's go take a look. See real quick. Yeah, let's go look. Colorado. <laughs> this shit's too easy. This shit is too easy. What are they at now? <laughs> are they four and six? <laughs> Washington State and at, they're at Washington State and at Utah. They might fuck around and be and be four and uh four and eight. I don't try to give them the benefit of the doubt. They might f around and be four and eight. Cause I, I gave them a 50-50 shot of beating Arizona. I said they weren't gonna beat Oregon State. They weren't gonna beat UCLA. I gave them a 50-50 shot to beat Arizona State. So those these last five games, I said they're gonna be one and one and four. So they're gonna f around and be four and eight. Definitely ain't gonna be no bowl game this year. Definitely ain't gonna be no bowl game this year. Ooh, but and Wash State is no longer ranked. Utah still sitting at eighteen, rough. Uh, you know what? Uh, all right, all right, all right. Y'all, just one day, y'all gonna listen to me. One day. One day y'all gonna listen to me. One day. One day. Hey, shout to Nia. She wants to jump into the, into the YouTube water. Stay away from black stuff. If I if I can give you any soul advice, 
as far as your YouTube channel, stay the hell away from black urban stuff. Trust me on that. Trust me. Because once you get in that hole into that algorithm, it is hard as hell to get out of. I, and they will punish your channel severely. So find something outside of Negro topics per se. But, you know, I'm staying far for you. Okay, good, 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 good. Yeah, 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 yeah. Renzo did say four and eight. I'm, I'm saying five and seven. Uh, have I seen Black Cake? Oh God, no! Is that do I need to watch Black Cake? I don't even know. I don't. Even, do I even want to know what that's about? Do I even want to know what the hell Black Cake is about? All right, a lot to cover. Um, a lot to cover. Boy, 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 boy. Let's just dive right into it. Let's just dive right into it now shout out to everybody that travels shout out to everybody that travels but some of these places are going to remind you okay some of these places y'all travel to especially women when you go by yourselves or with a girlfriend some of these places that are very that are very racially homogenous right some of these countries y'all go to by yourselves or with a girlfriend that are that are racially homogenous like japan japan gonna at some point remind you of your place in life okay japan at some point is going to remind this young lady ma'am you are a gaijin and you really we don't really respect your kind like that you are a foreigner in our homeland at some point this young lady will get a wake-up call but as of right now shout out to her living her life but I, I already see problems down the road for this young lady let's go I really could never she's already twerking down the street in Japan she's already twerking down the street in Japan please Ladies, leave your American ways in America. Japan is one of the most racially homogenous countries on the planet. They have very, very strict immigration laws. Japan will remind you of your place. But come on. I'm going to tell you a couple reasons why. First of all, there's no trash on the streets of Japan. It's actually disrespectful to eat and walk. You get your food, you sit down to really enjoy the food, enjoy the culture. So there's no trash cans on the street because it's like, why would you need one? Another thing, before every meal, you're given a hot towel just to clean your hands and wipe off your day before you dig in. Tipping is also not a thing. They will look at you crazy if you try to hand them some extra money. Another thing, every restaurant has a place for you to set your bags, your purses, whatever. I ain't gonna lie, she's funny. She's hella funny. But at some point, be prepared for the TikTok videos. Oh, this happened to me in Japan and Japan is coming. Right now, she 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 living the best life. Flex on them, sis. Stunt on them. Show everybody what time it is. But don't act. Please remember where you're at. You're in Japan. You're in Japan. Okay, these people ain't too far removed from from internment camps in World War II. They still see you as an American. 
<laughs> Come on, let's continue. Let's continue. Let's continue. But y'all know the purses can't go on the ground. And this restaurant actually covers your belongings. Another thing, smart mirrors. When you get out the shower, there's a section of the mirror that doesn't fog up. So you can still see yourself. Another thing, every single toilet wow. is a bidet. Every toilet has a pressure wash that. So I'm a, I don't know who this lady, but it's good to know she's not alone. But I don't, I, once again, ladies, either whether either you're by yourself or with your friends, I, I just understand what countries you're going the japan don't they don't play those games but come on let's continue let the stunt continue every toilet has a pressure wash that cleans your booty hole yes it is clean water. even the public restrooms and the ones in the hotel have heated toilet seats another thing their malls have bowling alleys i think that's so cute also you wash and dry your hands in the same sink another thing they really value they shit here so the yen doesn't touch the counter it doesn't touch the ground it's always placed on top of a tray when that's doing a transaction and it's handled with both hands Mars. another thing I'm my cool. phone was finna die i bought me a I'm portable cool. charger for five dollars this is literally 40 bucks on Amazon. Another thing, people are so nice and well-mannered. We were lost in the train station and God sent us an English-speaking angel who guided us to where we needed to go and taught us how to navigate the Japanese train station. Now, somebody had asked her, hey, why, how do you, how do you mitigate the, the, the language barrier? And so she said, Google, Google apps or Google translate. And she said they're very accommodating to, to English-speaking people. Not once did she say, I'm going to try to learn the language. This is the hubris of Americans. This is the hubris of Americans. So this young lady that's living her best life, congrats to her. She's not even bothering to try to learn the language. She said, I'm just, I got Google Translate and I got some nice people that make allowances for me that to speak English. <sighs> oh, okay. What's up? Uh, 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 you home early? Why? Why you home early? Nah, you said five thirty. I wasn't expecting you till five thirty. I can make it. Did you see me texting you too? Hurry up and come home. I'm hungry. Did you hear me? Did you get those texts? Nah, 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 nah. Burger King took care of me. Thank you very much. <laughs> Talking about. I came home early because I felt you needed me. No, I didn't text you. Come home. I'm hungry. No. No. BK got my back. All right. I knew not to show up. I use Google Translate for things I didn't know how to say. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Just, I have nothing against this young lady. Just don't. Come on. Japan does not play, y'all. Y'all know Japan doesn't play. And you know what? Let's see what happened with Johnny Somali. Let's see what Johnny Somali did. Johnny Somali. Yes, I washed the dishes. You're welcome. Let's see what happened here. Y'all gonna stop playing with these people. Y'all gonna stop playing with these people. Where's the volume? Uh oh. RL streamer on kick with over 10,000 followers. But after live streaming awful action after awful action, he's now been arrested and could even go to jail. This all started back in May when Johnny boarded a train in Japan and said this to one of the locals. You know, I get a Oh, come on. You can't do that. Did this fool really say Hiroshima Nagasaki to these people? Lord have mercy. Lord have mercy. Come on. You know, why you do this? 
Pearl Harbor. Now, in case you think you misheard, Johnny was basically asking this innocent Japanese man why his country attacked Pearl Harbor in 1941 before naming the two cities the US dropped atomic bombs on. Wow. This is extremely offensive, and unsurprisingly, the clip went viral, with a ton of people calling Johnny out. Now, most people at this point would back down and apologize, but Johnny approached the backlash head on and exposed why he was doing and saying such horrible things in the first place. Free promo! It's free promo! Wow. The thing is, the clip of him being racist didn't just go viral in the Western world, it also went viral across Japan. So to the surprise of literally nobody, the people of Japan were outraged and took matters into their own hands. Johnny was attacked live on stream and not just once. Eventually, the vigilante YouTuber Guts got a hold of Johnny and made him apologize in Japanese. Hey, the Yakuza sent the word out. <laughs> Let me see if he got tattoos. <laughs> that lets me know if he's Yakuza. <laughs> they, they put the word out. <laughs> Look at this shit here. Johnny was suffering quite a lot from the consequences of his own actions. So, was he finally going to stop? Or at the very least, leave the country? Well, no, because he had a better idea. He started abusing copyright claims to get the clips of him doing horrible things taken off the internet so people wouldn't know what he was doing. In the meantime, he kept parading around Japan like nothing had happened, to the point even Americans were getting sick of him. People in Tokyo whoop your ass. You lucky I don't do the same thing. Is that a thing? It is, yeah. Because you go out harassing people like that, innocent people who didn't do it. Because that makes every. Then they're going to look at all Americans the same way, but come on. But this was just more free publicity for Johnny, so he kept pulling racist stunts. Like when he walked around Disneyland Tokyo playing the words atomic bomb out of a loudspeaker. And then came the final straw. At the end of August, Johnny broke into a hotel construction site and kept shouting Fukushima, referencing the 2010 disaster at a Japanese nuclear power plant. Hey, oh, Fukushima, Fukushima. Whoa. Oh no, hell no. Hell no. After this, the cops tracked him down and arrested him. He was released shortly after, but it wasn't long before he was arrested again. That's because Johnny started streaming in a restaurant without permission, entering the kitchen and playing loud music before being detained on suspicion of forceful obstruction of business. And now he's been formally charged, which means he could be made to stand trial. If he's found guilty, He's looking at up to three years in a Japanese prison. I've looked up what Japanese prisons are like, and it's not pretty. Yeah, because the people at Witness really recently nice. explored one and described it as a disciplinary hell for inmates. I can't imagine the guards would hold back on a guy who's now infamous for racism towards Japanese people, and nor would the inmates. But as of right now, Johnny's not being sentenced. So we'll just have to wait and see what happens. Okay, this is a very extreme case, but don't fuck around in Japan. The clicks and views aren't worth it. You know what I'm saying? And the social media virus is, is spreading so, so rapidly amongst people. And this is all that you're going to be. This is all they see from Americans. This is this type of behavior. You all right? And she ain't trying to fall and break her neck or something. What, what, what are you? What are you doing? You all right? Uh, okay. Can you keep it, keep it down, please? B, don't play with me.
just keep it down. Yeah, do that too. I don't need no light. Yeah, yeah, stop playing with Japan, y'all. Stop. Stop. It don't it I, I hear you, but all they see is American. If you speak American, that's all they they that's like he must must be an American. All right, all right, all right. I know, I know. You're not FBA. I get it. Guilty by association, y'all. He speaks English. He speaks English and not the Queen's English. That means you're an American. Or you're American influenced or American based. To them, it's all American. Okay. Listen, ain't gonna no frying pan. Now listen, I told y'all. I don't have these problems. Okay, I don't have these Darius Jackson problems. If you go over the couch, that's because that's what she wanted to do. Okay, look at, look at me, look at me. If you go over the couch, into a wall, against the TV, through the window, back through the window, and over the other couch, that's because that's what she wanted to do. All right. <laughs> that's what she wanted to do. Okay, now we got that out the way. I got clips galore. I got clips galore. Where, where do we go next? Where do we go? What is this? What is this? Okay, let's get to Lil Wayne. Lil Wayne does not look well. Lil Wayne does not look well. It's never my fault. Officer, she wanted to jump out of the window, back through the window. Officer, her body, her choice. There's nothing to see here. Anywho, Lil Wayne does not look well, y'all. All my nurses, all my nurses get, I, I need y'all's expertise. What is Lil Wayne suffering from? What is Lil Wayne suffering from? Lil Wayne is not well. Okay? <laughs> Lil Wayne is not well. I mean, now, I'm mean, keep it real. You asked me, man. I am. You asked me. He almost looks like homeboy from making the band. The guy from Florida. It's real. If the Lakers want to, the Lakers want to be a championship Look how team. bloated. Look how bloated his face. That's just his face. He looks horrible. Be a championship team. Mm -hmm. and, 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 and the future as well. Yes. You got to get rid of AD. So is this kidneys or liver? Bad liver? Okay, I, I was going to say, okay. HIV, kidney, liver. Yeah, that's what, that's what I thought. First thing I thought was either kidneys or the liver. But this is what happens with long-term drug abuse. Long-term drug abuse, you end up looking like, you know what I'm saying? This, this is what's going, this is what's going to uh, hit you up. This is terrible. I hate seeing him like this. This is not good. I don't want this for Wayne. You know? Uh-oh. Oh. Uh, Kimya. All right. Thank you for the 20 on the cash app. How they say, uh, for I've been to Japan three times. Not once would I step out. Because you got some act rights. As the elders would say, you was raised right. Thank you for that. I appreciate that. Thank you. Let's continue. Woof. Mm. Got to get rid of AD. Got to get rid of AD. He looks because? Bad. Because he AD. <laughs> <laughs> Plain and simple. Wait, okay. You know, you, you don't, the health wise. Because. Yeah, what? Uh, you don't want to criticize right. that because that's a hell to it, it's whatever it is. Right. Okay. You know, because you don't want to say he's, he's soft. You don't want. Uh. Whew, he looks bad. 
or whatever it is, 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 is AD. So okay. because that's his makeup and that's who he is, and he's shown us that. And the only time, I guess, we haven't been seen, we haven't been shown that was in New Orleans. Mm. And we like to say the, the bubble championship. Man, no, man, whatever. He, he, he show us them spurts, whatever, every other other night. It used to be every night, then every other every other, Then now is he just sitting down. Now we don't know what's work. Man, you look nice, your clothes. Now, come on, what are we doing? Mm. What are we doing? Mm. But get rid of him and get some good play. Okay. Now let's go see if we can find recent pictures of him. He looks horrible. My God. Lil Wayne, he's only 41 years old, y'all. Lil Wayne is only 41 years old. He's only 41 years old. So he's already having uh, long-term memory, memory issues, right? I didn't know he had epilepsy. This is from May. Now, clearly, from this is from May until now so yeah i didn't know he had epilepsy okay 2013 this is the old wayne okay 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 epilepsy since he was a child he wasn't officially diagnosed back then due to lack of knowledge really that's odd because they can pretty much determine if you're going to be epileptic you know Okay, let's find some other, let's find something a little bit more recent. Lil Wayne sickness photos? Nope, that's not it. Okay, Lil Wayne bloated face. Okay, eight days ago. So they're already asking questions. Uh, let's see. November. Nope, nope, nope. I need bloated Wayne face. Nope, not nope. Let's do something else. Okay, Reddit. So everyone's asking the same questions. Mm. Let's see. First take, is that in the show? So this is all we can go off of is how you looking on first take or undisputed undisputed i'm sorry okay undisputed that's what the name of it undisputed uh let's do this they're not giving me a bloated face with this Laker fan. He looks not well. Let's blow this thing up.
he looks horrible, y'all. Okay. You know, we started last season, right. so that, that's, that's yeah, that, that, okay, that but, means nothing. But your team has been turned upside down since then, because at the trade deadline, you added a whole bunch of good players, yeah. and now I think you're a little better than what happened at last year's trade deadline. Yeah, and, we, and yet they're not playing to that level. Right. Half right. the team ain't even there. So okay. And half the season ain't even there. Okay. Okay. Y'all make of it what you will. Make of it what you will. I, I hope, you know, that's not good. Does not look well at all. Okay. Let's move on. Let's move on. Get out of this. This. All right. Um, everybody's worried about Kel Mitchell. Kel Mitchell tells everybody he's okay. Kel Mitchell. Uh, where are my screens? All oh, these damn screens. I got lit up. Okay. Kel Mitchell responds to his him going to the hospital hey what's up everybody so i figured i needed to show my face all right and come on here and, and tell y'all what happened all right so i'm good i'm here i'm smiling i'm with my family i'm at home on tuesday i was out shopping when suddenly the whole room started spinning so i was like i must be dehydrated so i need to go get some water some food um when i did that the whole right side of my arm and my leg was numb, okay? Followed by me not being able to swallow. And that's when I panicked. And so I drove myself to the hospital. I wouldn't advise anybody to do that, but I was panicking, so I wobbled myself to the car. I went in the ER, uh, I failed the arm and leg test, okay? So that was raising fears of like, something more serious and because I could not move my right arm, my motor skills was not working. So CT scan, EKGs, uh, everything they started doing on me. This, that's what. Okay. So his explanation of what took place doesn't make sense to me, but come on. Why I had to stay overnight and you know, what we feared wasn't what it was. Um, it was actually a, a bulging disc that I had from, uh, a bulging disc caused this man to lose sensation in his right side. Does that make sense? I didn't know bulging disc could do that, but y'all, come on. Prior injury that was pressing up against a nerve, mimicking all those symptoms that I was going through. So um, I'm thanking God that I am good. Thank y'all for all the prayers and the comments, even the crazy ones. I saw the oh, give him some orange soda in his IV. Oh, the strike is over too, as well. And just know a lot of good burger content is coming your way that I couldn't post before. Uh, thank you to my beautiful wife once again, who is just amazing. Um, you know, my kids, uh, my entire family, all my friends that uh, reached out and all the fans that reached out. I love y'all. God bless. Nah, ain't no bulging disc causing all this. And my bad with the catch up. That was uh, Zakiba. Thank you, bro. I appreciate that. Ain't Listen, ain't no bulging disc. Okay. Everybody. Okay. Nurses could chime in. <laughs> This, this ain't no damn bulging disc. Ain't no damn bulging disc. <laughs> this man about to stroke out. This man, yeah. That man had a, a, a mild stroke. A pinched nerve. I have pinched nerves in my back. They, they get inflamed. They fire up. They tingle. But I ain't never... And walk do 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 and lose sensation. I, I don't know about all that. I, I don't know about all that. Yeah, my man saw he had the round wheels. 
I'm sorry. That's not funny. Shame on me. But that's what it sounds like to me. All right. All right. All right. Let me stop. Let me stop. Let me stop. I'm doing too much. Okay, let me move that out the way. Where do I go? Where do I, where do I pivot next to? Next clip. Oh, this is what I was looking for, y'all. <laughs> this is what I was looking for. They don't take care of, you know, black men, we're scared to go to the doctor because we're not going to come out. We're scared we're not going to come out. And, you know, it, but this is what I was looking for, y'all. This is what I was looking for. Once again, I'm not taking credit for her name being out in everybody's mouth, but yeah, wasn't nobody talking about no goddamn Miss B Nasty a month ago. I'm just saying. But let's let's just let's just go. I tweeted. I didn't tweet you, but I tweeted my followers. I said, "Listen, what y'all think about this God-fearing woman who has herself aligned in the right places, being union unionized with Unc." Because she would be perfect for you and what no. you have going on. Not only is she walking the path of righteousness, okay, but she has the vision that can open the door where you're trying to get to. Okay. Now, what do you think about that? I'm looking for huh? a sinner. He said he's looking for a sinner. I'm looking for a sinner. <laughs> I'm looking for a sinner. <laughs> Send me Miss Nasty B. What her oh. name was? The one that you Nasty B. Umbrella. Na Nasty. Yeah, yeah, I'm looking for. I, I don't want. I don't want nobody walking no. in straight and narrow. See? Oh, come on. Nah, nah. So, I, nah exactly. listen, I, I thought. I thought mm, we we is, 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 That's what listen, I'm looking we, for. We always talk about toxic relationships or toxic environments, and now you have a perfect opportunity. You have the perfect opportunity to get you somebody that is aligned with your core values in the way you was raised by your grandma. You was raised in the church, right? You was raised in the church? Yeah. yeah this is the god fair woman. This is mm -hmm. this is exactly what grandma would want. This, this is what I want for you. This is what I want for you, man. I'm telling you, this will prepare you into ear, into a world you've never been before. Think about before you and her, before you do night nightcap with Uncle Nocho, me, you, and Yvonne. We have prayer right before we do each each uh each show. Stay with me now. Yeah, stay no, with me. I'm telling you, you need a you need a woman like that in your life. <laughs> Yeah, give me Miss Nasty B. I had a bottle right there by my bed. Lord, forgive me for what I'm about to do. Ah, <laughs> man, <laughs> 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 let me play, Lord. I'm sorry. I, I hey, I, I'm okay. I'm a fearful. fool. <laughs> <laughs> Not bibliotheca. <laughs> you always on the bull, John. Wait, 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 wait. He lied. He ain't lying. He's talking to white. When the motherfucking virgin? You know what I'm saying? That don't even when I hear dudes talk about vir that doesn't even sound right to me. There are no 39-year-old virgin women. Virgins are equated with youth, extremely young pre-pubescent, pubescent young girls. When I hear niggas talk about that virgin shit, nigga, I'm like, you want something, somebody extremely, extremely young, possibly underage, depending on what state you live in. You know what I'm saying? So, <clears throat> real quick, uh, thank you, Mr. Little John, for five on the cash app. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. Okay. Oh, okay. You know what? 
Shout out to my man Unmute 2.0. He sent me this. This is one of my greatest fears. Literally unlocked. I kid y'all not. I had a dream one time that I had I had passed on suddenly. And they got access to my phone, right? Right. Many of me got access to my phone. And she was just looking for pictures of me and her and found some stuff. This is one of my greatest fears unlocked. I I kid y'all not. I kid y'all not. So what I'm gonna do tonight is kind of clean out some of <laughs> some of some files and folders in my phone. Cause I don't want this for mini me. This is funny, but this is so real. This shit resonated with me deeply. Let's go. I got to be the one to yeah. find the bullshit. We going through my dad's shit. Oh, Look man. at this. Look at DVD player. I want my now we know why you nasty ass. Look at this. Okay, let's name them. Uh, white holes with bros. What's this one? Oh god! Gaping black buttholes. <laughs> fears i ain't i no cap no fucking cap y'all <laughs> y'all it's not cool you right <laughs> you right <laughs> not to wearing gloves <laughs> why she got gloves on Oh, oh no, no. Oh, hey, don't, 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 don't worry. I, I pull my stuff. I, I pull it. I pull it. Yeah, yeah. See, 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 see. It was funny and sad at the same time. Oh, y'all horrible. Y'all horrible. <laughs> I will. Just clean your phone outside. <laughs> she said not the dark meat. <laughs> I don't know why people act like old folks don't get it in. Old folks be getting it. <laughs> old folks be getting it. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, cheesy peach, y'all. That that really like bothered me, like, cause I'm like, oh no, I can't, I can't. You know, she gonna be, 
all up in it. Like, let me see what the fuck he was texting before he died. <laughs> she could be like, who the fuck was he texting before he died? <laughs> I know it was some bitch he was texting. <laughs> all right. Okay. Let's keep it going. Let's keep it going. What is this? Let me delete that. Delete. You know what? Gotta go back down uh, Sex Worker Street. We're going back down Horse Street. Going back down to Horse Street. We're gonna go back down to Horse Street real briefly. Real briefly. <laughs> where, where my bucket naked? Hey, <laughs> hey, yo, listen. Hey, all right, going back down. Going back down to Horse Street. Real quick, I'm already pricing my 55 <laughs> community. <laughs> I never strapped the guy before. But would, would you? you? Oh, yeah. In a heartbeat. Yeah. Would you look at him differently afterwards? That's still bae. I wasn't thinking about a nigga that was my bae. I just want to do it just to try. I mean, probably. What, what heterosexual people do to each other is heterosex. Yeah. Not your bedroom, your rules. I wouldn't look at him different. Now, if it's like a big dick, like it depends. Then, okay, I might like, because why I got to be so big? That's kind of, you're doing too much. Listen, I pray for everybody that's not already with somebody. This dating market, it's a cesspool. It is radioactive. It is like Toxic Avenger. You. Okay. We're going to get to Brandon. Brandon Marshall. So let's do the sports pivot real quick. We're gonna do the brand. We're gonna get into Brandon Marshall and his fallout with his. With, once again, black men cannot work together, unfortunately. So let's do the sports pivot. We're gonna get to Brandon Marshall. All right, let's go. With the referees, that's why I was just saying, as I got older, I didn't have to do all the cussing or come with attitudes. No, I'm just hitting them with logic now. Like, oh, so y'all got that email last night, huh? Then they flare all up. What are you talking about? Oh, yeah, I know about y'all email shits. No, no, let's not forget that. I know about that. Man, look, it's been an ongoing you're, you're referring to emails from the league with, this is what we discussed in Whistleblower, but emails from the league that are telling the referees to officiate the game in a certain way and against mm -hmm. certain players. Yeah. And so you were cognizant of that. At yeah, the time. Oh, yeah, I was, I was very, because to me, I saw it, and he'll tell you what I always used to say. Y'all making it too obvious. I thought it was crazy. Y'all making it too obvious, too blatant. Y'all making it too obvious. I said, I said, y'all want the fans to be able to watch the games, but y'all sitting up here calling a lot of these bullshit calls is doing what? Slowing down the game. Y'all want the fans to see the dunks and all that shit. Yeah. So call that shit both ways or don't call that shit at all. Okay. 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 Rashid Wallace, one of the greatest, I think, criminally underrated power forward slash centers to ever play the game. You know, because he, he'll shoot a three if you let him. All right. Continue with the sports pivot. Sports pivot continuing. What is this? Nope. That's not that. Okay. Now I'm petty. Now, once again, I, I don't put Ali in my top 10 
greatest heavyweights. Ali is not in my top 10 greatest heavyweights. I don't need to go down my, my list of reasons why I don't I do not put Ali in my top 10 heavyweights. I mean the, the first Sonny Liston fight and then those three fights he had with uh was it was it Ken Norton? He had three fights with one guy. And the first the first fight they gave it to Ali when Ali clearly lost. Then they had a rematch. And then they had a, a third it was then it would turn into a rubber match. They had the third fight. Was it Ken Norton? And they gave it I I, I listen, Ali's been protected for a long time. I would never, never, never put uh Ali in my top ten. Top ten ever. Um it wasn't it couldn't have been Frazier. It was Ken Norton. It was somebody it was somebody other than Frazier. He fought three times. It was somebody else. Yeah, I covered it last night about uh homeboy and and his three and his three kids, which that made no sense either. So um No, he's not top ten. No, sorry. Yeah, I believe it was Ken Norton. So I think I was right. It was Ken. Yeah, he fought Ken Norton three times. The first one, Ken Norton got robbed, literally got robbed. And even Ali's like, I didn't beat him. That first fight. Second fight was debatable. Third fight, Ken Norton beat him. All right, but this is a sparring match between a prime, prime Larry Holmes versus a prime Ali. This is a brief sparring session. And you really can't base an entire what could have, could have, should have, would have scenario, but a prime Larry Holmes would have washed Ali. Okay, thank you. Three fights with Norton and Frazier. Yeah, those those three fights with Norton was sketchy as hell. Sketchy as hell. A prime Larry Holmes would wash a prime Ali. And I didn't realize watching this brief, it's like I said, it's a brief, 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 brief footage. I didn't realize how much of a winger Ali was with his punches. You know, if, if for those that don't know what a winger is, it, it's a really wide, he drops the shoulders and he swings out. Clubber Lang from Rocky, three. He was a winger. That's a winging style. Ali Prime was, <laughs> was before the layoff. Larry, listen, this version of Larry Holmes. Miss, miss, miss. Shit. I, listen, I know it's brief. I know it's 10 seconds, but don't sit here and tell me this version of Larry Holmes wouldn't walk through Ali, even though this was a sparring session. Okay. Prime Larry Holmes. Larry Holmes doesn't get enough respect as far as the great heavyweights. I say Larry Holmes is a better heavyweight fighter boxer than Ali. Once again, this is a 10 second clip. I'm going to go look for the, the, the more sparring sessions between these two. There's no way Ali beats this guy. There's no way. There's no way. There's no one miss. Two misses. Three misses. Fuck out of here, man. <laughs> Ali trying to take his head off. Ali trying to take his head off. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Ali had the best get. See, now I, that's why I would bring Joe Lewis into the conversation. I will bring Joe Lewis into the conversation. I have no idea what year is this from. 
but I will definitely be on the sports sites looking for a longer clip of their sparring sessions. There's no way, and I know it's only 10 seconds, but he, he, he said he caught him with counters. Okay, let's see what, let's see the counters you talking about. Hold on, let's run his back. Okay, wait, 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 we're gonna go over every punch. That's one miss. Okay, that's one shot. Pushes him off. Now here comes uh, Holmes with the jab and the follow-up. Wing. See how wide that see how wide that punch was? You see how wide he swings out? That's a wing. That didn't do nothing. That didn't do nothing. And he not listen. Ali is trying to hurt. <laughs> Ali is trying to put, give him a power shot. He's trying to give him a power shot. Whoops. Whoops. Where is these counters again? And the big one. Get the fuck out of here, man. Fuck out of here. Holmes is in his ass. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. All right. Let's get to the sports. Brandon Marshall. I didn't know these guys had broke up. This is a nasty situation. Um, and this just goes to show, unfortunately, the majority of black men, no matter what the income level, for the most part, cannot work together. For the most part, it, it, it seems to me, black men cannot work together. These are multi-million dollar athletes. These guys, you know, <sighs> let's let Brandon Marshall tell it. Let's go. Are you getting compensated at all throughout this process? I still haven't taken any money. I'm in the red. I'm in the negative $12 million. Like, how do you, how do you spend $12 million for, for, for something you created? And then the help is what we're going to call them the help. This is nothing but a Joe Buttons versus Rory and Mal situation all over again. So Brandon Marshall is Joe Button and Crowder and Ryan Clark and, and Fred, the other guy, the other three guys were the hired help. And black folk just cannot get it to come on. Let's just see. Let's, let's go. Let's go. To this day, like I still haven't been paid anything. Everybody else have ate, ate and eaten well off of this platform. Mm. Like when I, when, when I talk about being in the Valley and all of that, like, and I wouldn't change it for the world. Cause like, to me, I still envisualize being on that second mountain at the top, like, damn, Barstool just completed herself for 640 million. Uninterrupted sitting on a $740 million valuation. Joe Rogan did what with Spotify? 300 million? The Ringer, 250 million? When Fred Taylor sit down with me, right? And he don't put up any money, but he say he want to put up money but he don't after a year and my investment goes to 500 to a million dollars in the Okay. Okay, wait, 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 wait. Let me get the part two. Well, let me get the part two. And don't worry, we're, we're gonna hear from Fred Taylor. We're gonna get his, we're gonna get his take on it too. Keeps rising and now he's asking for 25% in the company. And I'm like, bro, that just don't make sense to me. Okay, now stop. Okay. Keep your point. Have you ever received any money from Fred Taylor, Reggie Wayne, Channing, uh, Channing Crowder? No. I've paid them. 
Damn. Okay. Now, looking from it from your side, mm-hmm. right, they feel, I would feel if I were them, I would say, even though I never put a dime in, but I helped grow this entity. I'm not owed 25%. No. And I agree with him. I agree. And if I'm assuming the way Brandon set this thing up, they would be workers. They would be workers. Joe Buttons versus Rory and Mal or Rory and Mal. He was like, nah, y'all workers. Y'all work for me. You don't deserve any equity in the company. I understand what he's saying. Now, does that make it true? No, but I understand his point of view. Why? You're not owed 25% because I sat down from the beginning and I said, all right, here's the opportunity. Boom, here y'all go. I advise y'all to do y'all same research that I did. Touching. I don't want my food touching. I don't want soup on top of cornbread. Give me the soup. Who you getting loud with? You're if I got to raise up out this chair. I don't know, cause you would do something weird like that. I don't want my food touching. Nigga, I know that. Okay, you still here though. Fuck with your Get your ass out of my face. Don't stay out my car. They always want to drive your car. Hey, didn't Jason Black say something like, if the woman loves you, she, she drives your car? Is that, is that true? Jason Black said, if a woman loves you, she drives your car. I don't want that type of love. Stay your thick ass out my car. Anywho, now let's get to, uh, <laughs> why didn't you pay yourself? I don't know. I don't know. Okay, let's get to Fred Taylor. He has a version of the story. Let's go. Pivot. Everybody gonna pivot in life. At some point, you know, other, other whether it's business, you know, uh, relationships, family, you know, whatever it might be, man. At some point, we all gotta pivot. And not necessarily, it's not necessarily a bad thing. It could be for growth, right? It could be for whatever. Uh, but you gotta be good in your head with with that decision. Um, you know, we love being on I'm Athlete. That was the thing, man. It was quarantine dreams and in the pandemic, just some stuff that we thought we was going to just kick around and talk about sports, you know, mostly football. But, uh, you know, uh, a few people, including Brandon, uh, they had a vision and uh, they sort of tweaked it up a little bit and it caught fire and um, it, it became real popular. It moved a lot faster than the business did, right? Yeah. So uh, I think at the end of the day, you know, as I mentioned, I think in our first episode, which drops uh, soon, um, you know, I I talk about, I believe us as black men, you know, as businessmen in our own right, you know, I think we dropped the ball in a sense because uh, we didn't have the business completely buttoned up, you know, because we were out having fun. Okay, so all the homies get together and they, they come together and do something. No contract. It was like, hey, let's ever come through. 
and it blew up and then by the time it's ready, it's time to handle business it all falls apart it all falls falls apart come on man just making magic you know conversations everyday locker room stuff uh life stuff experiences and um in the midst of all of that we didn't buckle up the business so when it came time to do the business part you know there was some pushback some other stuff and it just really didn't add up and um you know the conversation doesn't change for us right is there yeah because you know fred people are going to say are are you and brandon cool is is there beef um what, what's what's going because you know people are going to ask that because you like you right. said that show was so damn successful right 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 you know but that's, I mean? but that's what people want to do especially this day and age that's sexy in itself you know i ain't got no problem with beef you know i've been knowing beef for quite some time i've always been a fan of brandon from afar you know he came when he came to south florida to play for the dolphins he moved up you know a block over in my same neighborhood we were neighbors for, for several years and uh and that's how it all evolved he drove around on his golf cart during the pandemic and uh at the beginning of the pandemic he said yo what you think about this i'm like cool i'm down a, you know ownership black production company i love it all man let's make it happen uh so to answer your question there ain't no beef you know people gonna speculate that they was wondering where i was you know this and that a few occasions i had with some scheduling issues you know i had some opportunities to do some appearances and make some money and do some other stuff. So um, a few a few of those situations sort of didn't didn't marry up with my schedule. A few other situations out of my control, right? Just keeping it 100. Okay, this sounds like a lot of babbling. They could just get to it, just say what it was. But uh, come on, come on, let's get to it. Just unfortunate that um, that ain't where we are now. Right. And uh, we're gonna you know pivot, and uh, you know same conversation that doesn't change. You know, Channing is Channing. He's he's an asshole. He's a fool, <laughs> <laughs> and that's what he does. And, and and RC, you know, Ryan isn't a consolation prize. Ryan is amazing what he does. You know, on uh, TV, uh, what he does on all of the shows that he's yeah. on. You know, he's gonna keep it one thousand. And uh, you know, we I think we can click. And and, uh, and again, you know, Ryan he isn't a fill in by any means. So I want people to know that off top. Uh, we just feel like, you know, we can probably have some good chemistry and have some great conversation, talk about life, talk about sports. And uh, the same thing, the message doesn't change, man. I wish we could have really pushed forward with IAA. Uh, Brandon's going to keep sorry. pushing forward. I'm you know, hearing, and I support that. I'm That's what I text Sally, him, man. You know, when we talked about going different ways, I made sure, look, I support everything you do. With if Brandon is smart, he brings on three new guys to replace the old guys. Bring in three freshly retired players, freshly re- retired popular black players, and he he ain't gonna miss a beat. I could be wrong. House of athlete, I am athlete. You know we're we're still brothers, man. And you know ain't no beef, ain't no animosity, ain't no sideways stuff. It's just uh his business and his vision didn't necessarily uh, align with, you know, what everybody else expected or wanted. And that's business, you know? So I think the young guys got to understand that too. One of the greatest uh, hip hop companies ever. Okay, uh, okay, okay. I, I, you know, I, my, me and my patience were long winded this whole up. So Nick gave me the link to uh, Channing Crowder's point of view. Hold up. Where is that at? 
There we go. There we go. Okay. Okay. This is Channing Crowder. Now, I expect a little bit more realism by him than anybody. And hands on using the. I'm sorry. We talk about the business. And we've seen I am athlete. You say you guys search Charlemagne. You guys looked at Joe Button. You guys looked at uh, all, all, all up and smoke. A lot of smoke. All yeah. the smoke and things like that. But your platform was, it was like the first of its kind. It was so unique and not the first of its kind because it was athletes talking. Because we've seen athletes talk before. But it was the first of its kind to see the conversation that you guys were having. And you got at first. You Wait, can, I, can I be petty real quick? Can I be petty real quick? Give me two minutes. Give me two minutes of, of, to be petty. Now y'all see who's live, right? Now I don't. I, I no longer am so sub to, to angry man. Now he's talking about Leslie Jones attempts to shame men. What part of Leslie Jones's rant did y'all hear, where she was trying to shame men? That woman was talking about mental and physical health and erectile dysfunction. And then now you have young guys like Austin Holliman openly admitting to taking honey packs. Did, I, did we not just talk about erectile dysfunction 24 hours ago? And didn't I say you got a bunch of young guys out here, honey packs, Viagra, the blue chew, the blue chew gum. These guys, dicks don't work. And when the woman says, hey, y'all need to take care of that because you can't get it up. ED is real. How many times do you have you've heard former to talk about these guys suffering from erectile dysfunction? Now, how does a woman talking about you having erectile dysfunction turns into shaming women? She didn't shame no men. She said, "Get your dick checked." But you know what? That's another rant for another day. Come on, let's get back to this. Fucking sports, it was just special. Yeah. Was y'all ready for what came with that? Um, I think we 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 were surprised by how fast it blew up. We were surprised by it, that shit crazy. and it was fun, and it started. <laughs> With talking like that, like uh, uh, me and me and, and B, we're in the backyard. We have our feet in the pool. We drinking beers. <laughs> our kids are playing together in the pool, Nick's like, What's and we're talking about. Back? And I'm kind of telling him about this real estate thing that my wife got me into. These Airbnb, that's an Airbnb kind of started, and it was rolling. And and I was I was telling I was telling B about these Airbnb things that were going on. And I'm like, Yeah, and this. We talking about the return and talking about the, um, you know, if you Section Eight, then you get this, and government sends you a guaranteed <laughs> check. So I'm like, We're talking about that. He's talking about some investments, and then we were kind of like. You know what I'm saying? Like, people don't think black dudes sit and talk about, like, this wealth building. Mm. You know, like, people don't, people don't, people don't see okay, two I see where he alpha male, I, I black just, alpha. I just want to hear the, the Once it blew left. up because uh, of the power struggle and the, 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 the it, it wasn't very transparent where the money was because the money started coming in. Oh, wait, let's pause. Okay, right? here we go. That's not fast. So that's, that's not, I don't want to skip through this. No. Men, we're talking about, like you said, they don't see the, the things that we're talking about, the, the, the money, the power plays that we're talking about right behind the closed doors. If this is who you guys are and these are the conversations that you're having, how do you miss that conversation? That was the thing because you you get with your homeboys and you like, okay, cool, let's do this. Cool, 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 let's do this. But you got this. 100, like you said, mad LOC. So you, it ain't like you, uh, you're, not, you're not stupid. You're not but, oblivious to the business. But you overlook it because it's your homeboy. That's uh -oh. what I think a lot of people do, and that's what that's what we did. We overlooked it because it was a home. It was the dude. Like exactly. Come through. We're gonna do this podcast thing. No big deal. It blew up. Now it's time to handle business. Money's coming in. Somebody's feelings got hurt because they feel they deserve more than what they're worth, or whatever the case may be. It, we see this all the time with non-business minded, and these guys have millions of dollars. 
You see this with, with guys that make 30 grand a year, 40 grand a year, 50 grand a year. And you see this with guys that make millions of dollars, have earned millions of dollars, tens of millions of dollars. Black men just cannot get it together. <laughs> when I see these motherfuckers online talking this business shit, these, these YouTube financial gurus, shut up. Because more than likely, your shit is faulty as well. You got one YouTuber in Detroit that has been running from, from debt for years right talk about he's self-made ended up getting some type of settlement from his some parent whatever so you're not self-made you didn't get the money on your own you know you got a history of running from debt creating debt running from the debt you know what i'm saying like just you got former d-boys turned businessmen now all of a sudden they understand why palestine and and israel are, are beefing come on let's go like i said if you start a business sitting around drinking beer with your feet in the pool, you know what I'm saying? Like, and, and I tell you, I dropped the ball on it. Okay. Because on the other side, there, there's, there's a, I have a team. Johnny Williams is my attorney. He's a stupid attorney. CPAs, business managers, uh, Alex Alexis, my money man is a dog. Merrill Lynch, man, he's a like I have people around me, but even when we started that, I, and somebody comes at me in public right now, and I, it, happened, it happens three times a week. Somebody runs up to me in Publix. I, I'm shopping. I'm buying, you know, salmon and shit. And the dude was like, hey, man, I want to open a sports bar. I got this plan. I got this. I got that. And I entertain him. I'm like, yeah, man, cool, man. It sounds good. What you need an investor? Yeah, I need an investor. Cool. At the end of the conversation, I'm going to give him my attorney's number and say, call Johnny Williams and call Alex Alexis. Mm -hmm. If you can get them to believe in it, mm. I'll believe in it because I know they're great at their jobs. And that's why I've dealt with them for 15, 20 years. Like, they're great at what they do with with the uh, I am athlete situation, it was homeboys sitting around drinking, hanging out, bullshit, and that's why I, I did not go through the normal, the normal approach to how I do business because we're homeboys. We talking, we just set this thing off. It was y'all played the league together, the brotherhood, right? The NFL, they tell you it's a brotherhood. Yeah, you're, you guys are not regular black men. You're, you're the best of the best. You're, you're warriors, combatants, gladiators. There's a certain, you know, decorum that comes with that, right? COVID, we're sitting around. Like, it was a flaw. It was a flaw on all, on all sides. We were just, we, we, were, we were too open just to, okay, yeah, let's see what happens. And then what we saw what happened went crazy. And then we were like, oh, damn, we, we need to tighten up the business. And by that time, we couldn't tighten up the business. And that's why I'm glad we had this conversation. And I, I was thinking about it from a different angle. And it's really, like, I get it but I don't get it because I'm coming up in the business, right? So granted, I'm looking at these grown men and these, these powerful influences that like y'all know the voice y'all have. Y'all know the platforms that y'all got. Granted, you probably don't know, don't know what, what it's going to come from, but I just don't, trying to be respectful is I don't, I don't see that being an excuse because like that was your friend. So if you, you said y'all did the research, right? Yeah. How, how, how could you say you did the research and you know this shit happens? We seen Joe Button and Roy Yamal. We seen yeah. that. We, we seen, seen Molly them. We seen Smoke. We seen. So if you saw that, how can you not know to get the business right for the sake of your friendship? Because it, it was, it, it's, it's just fluke stuff. It's like. The divorce rate is 52% in America, right? Mm -hmm. You know that over 50%. I don't know what the number is, but it's over 50%. So you go into you go into a marriage. Nobody wants to get divorced. For sure. But over half of the people that get married get divorced. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So that was the thing that we really and now at this point, I would tell you to your to your question, I feel crazy is that I I have so many companies. We have like I say, we got more LLCs. My wife, she does a re like our real estate stuff and the business and the shark diving and the charter boats and stuff that we do. It's always business first. But it, it goes back to why Jeff Bezos got divorced. Okay. Right? I don't know. Why did he? 
So, but them billionaires get divorced. Oh yeah, for sure. So they're geniuses, they're billionaires, but they can't work this out with another human being. You see, you see what I'm saying? Okay, now, now Bezos is a that's a bad, that's a poor comparison. They've been married since God knows when before he became who he, Amazon. You know what I'm saying? Like this woman was in the trenches with him. Yo, they came together. They did a job. They completed the missions. Completed the missions. Com- I, I don't understand. If you've been married 20, 30 plus years, y'all got together when neither one of y'all had anything. Y'all built something. Y'all got land. You, you got, you know, your name on a school. You're a titan of your industry. The wife is a socialite. And you say, you know what? We had 25 good years. We had a good run. It's, let's go. Maybe it's time to go in different directions. And she's like, you know what? Okay. Here, thank you for your services. Love you. If you ever need anything from me, I'm here for you. I love you. Thank you. And everybody go and live chapter two, chapter three, chapter four of some of some more incredible life. Y'all act like this divorces is like, oh my god, <laughs> she's out of my life. <laughs> I I get it. And that's real too. But if you 20, 30 plus years, what are you mad at? Y'all did what y'all supposed to do. Stop taking the Bible so literal. No one's getting married to do death through their do them part. Some of us. I'm just saying. No, I get it. It's just but 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 no 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 no. Go ahead. But it's the same thing. Like if you look at you, you're like, why cannot this work out? Y'all should be able to figure this out. Why can't married couples figure it out? The divorce rate's over 50%. So half of the people that get married get divorced. Because they can't See, exa- emotionally See, over, figure this out. They can't figure out who, who, where these talking points come from. Every time that somebody mentions Jeff Bezos, where do these talking points come from? That, that you know what? It's seeping into real. It's not real. Y'all ain't never heard Jeff Bezos, seen Jeff Bezos even indicate how badly the, the marriage, the divorce hurt him. The fuck? This woman took half the money and gave it away. She gave her portion away. Did he, is he tripping? No, he's out here making more money than before. That's what you do. How to do this. And I think that's what happens in the big picture of things is that, okay, now it's it's something. How are we gonna deal with this something? And we couldn't deal with that something. And the something was the money thing? It, it, was, it was the money thing and it was um, who controlled it. It was like the transparency of everything. Do you think it was something, just looking back on that situation, do you feel like it was something that you could have did differently? At Vistaprint, we can get your brand into your customer's hands or their- I will not bend the YouTube knee. I will not. <laughs> um, Get the, the business side settled before we even shot a show. That that was the one thing. And that's what we did actually with Pivot. That's what we did with Pivot. Oh, we I had, mean, we yeah, had a business, we had the one, structure, huh? we had the Pivot LLC to all of, uh, you know, Fred Ryan, myself, our attorney, our producer, our LLCs. We had a whole business structure, a pyramid, set of where the money funnels and all but we learned from the the last thing so whatever every penny that comes into the pivot it funnels you know what I'm saying it funnels down and we know where it's going and we know where it's where it's achieving but the, it's, it's like a, it, it, the simplest thing is a business plan and our business plan i would say i i would have if i knew what the last situation was going to be we should set up a business plan like the pivot has mm. from day one if we set up that business plan i don't know if we'd be where we are now because everything would be set are y'all still like friends we cool no no real talk like it, it ain't no like people ask me all the time like oh y'all gonna fight we're not fighting anybody I'm, no, first no. Of all, we grown I'm 39 years old i ain't fighting no, wait, no i'm saying but are y'all cool my, we only, see my own i got three more fights left in me and that's for my daughter's boyfriends <laughs> that's all i got if my daughter if i got a daughter she is she is stupid beautiful 
and I know somebody gonna act crazy, and I'm gonna fight some little seventeen year old boy one day. I got three left in me. Okay. I'm not fighting no girl. No, for sure. Man. Not even that. I think that's a childish, even that's a childish question. Not even fighting though. Like I just feel like I'm. Come on, bro. We see what's. Yeah. Hey, listen. We see what's going on on the internet. Y'all talk about y'all had y'all had a hundred interviews about the same shit. And what I actually, I'm not asking y'all cool just for the sake of it because it don't seem like it seemed like y'all niggas is on the internet just like going at it like not going at it but like you know now we're starting to get a little messy I feel like just being honest yeah. you know what I'm saying and it don't look like friends I don't feel it that's yeah. why I ask you are y'all really still friends it's um it, it's funny because I tell you this if you think about it there are so many different dynamics so there's B there's Shady there's Pat so there's three people on this side mm -hmm. there's me there's Ryan there's Freddie mm -hmm. my my dog on this side so if you think about it everybody has their own relationship with the other person with with the other three dudes man so just over explaining all right we're gonna this is gonna be a, we're gonna listen to this last point and we're gonna get out of here so it's three times three so it's nine relationships mm. so it's not like us versus them it's nine relationships that got to be solved and there's been a lot of disrespect on both sides towards different people mm. from different angles okay so person number one number two number three person number one number two and three so like if person number one talk crazy to person number three does, do 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 does I, do I get mad? You ain't disrespect me. You disrespect my homie. That's your guy. And I, it, it's 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 a receipt in the back of my head. But you ain't disrespect me. So it, it it's the dynamic of, and I have to go back to it with lions. And all them do all the six guys I said are six lions. They they're dudes that run their world, like they have a they're the son of a solar system. So you get three three people like that around three people like that around each other on one side, three people like that around each other on the other side. All of it's not gonna vibe. But I would say from my end. My solar system, people don't really act crazy towards me because people think I'm crazy and I am crazy. So it's like, no, you're not going to really talk. You're not going to disrespect me in, in, a, in a crazy way because I'm not, they don't, I'm not built to deal with that. But from other people and all the arguments that go on in the other solar systems, if y'all can get the analogy, it might be something different. But I have no, man, I, I sleep so good every night. Okay. I sleep Fred like Taylor. A, I'm going to say this, man. Um, because my head crazy, you said easing God out. That's why the pivot gonna be successful. That's why we're here with you today. Uh -huh. We don't have egos. We're not. Uh -oh. no, no, we don't. Narcissist. Narcissist. We're narcissistic. not narcissistic. No, no, I was gonna get it right. Uh -huh. I, 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 I'm, I'm helping time. you, bro. Yeah, no, I appreciate I'm it. Hey, we just need to talk about No, 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 no. Let me. Let me. No, I appreciate it. But I got it. Um, but we're not narcissists. You still ain't got it, motherfucker. I just got it. Don't try me, dog. Oh, but no, seriously. Um, man, I think that um, we we we're selfless. You know, we we go. And we just do what we do. And that's why we're here. And, and, and truthfully, uh, and I say this without being messy, yes. that's not why we're over there. You know what I mean? Can we talk wow. about it? It's up to you. This is your show. I'm just Man. telling you why we're here. I, 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 we need to talk about it. Because I met you in one way, but I, I, I saw you on a platform that wasn't the pivot. It was I am athlete. Because of him, exactly. Brandon Marshall is why everybody is popping right now. That is the truth. Brandon Marshall is the reason why everybody is popping. Nobody was trying to hire Channing Crowder. Nobody's trying to hire Fred Taylor. Keep it a buck. Ryan Clark is Ryan Clark. But right now, Brandon is the common denominator why you get to see a side of Ryan Clark outside of ESPN, right? You get to see the, the, the code switch and Ryan away from ESPN, right? No one's nobody was checking for no goddamn Jaguars running back Fred Taylor. Come with the Jacksonville Jaguars, stop playing with me. Right, right? And I ain't gonna, I'm not gonna bash nobody, 
I'm cool with B. Marsh. I've at, he actually kind of counseled me and doing what I'm doing to this day. But at the same time, there's a message in that that people need to know. Why didn't it work out? How did Ryan Clark, you know, replace a figure that wasn't normally there? To okay, so can we kill the, the, the tab? So Nick Taylor is official, the official tab king. Nick Taylor has 91 tabs. Why, sir? Why? Sir, why? Three years ago. Ryan's amazing on his, his day, day job, mm -hmm. which is ESPN, obviously. Right. But he's equally as great here on the pivot. Right. And, and I'll say that tenfold over and over and over. Mm -hmm. So when you say replace, I don't like to look at it that way mm -hmm. because we are blessed and fortunate to have. Okay, I'm being petty, but if I had to pick a weak link, if I had to get, if say if they all made made back up i don't need to see fred taylor i'd rather see brandon marshall ryan clark channing crowder I, fred taylor can go fred taylor is dry no charisma he doesn't excite me he's not a star i he doesn't have it for me ryan clark channing crowder Br brandon marshall those three right there all day i'll sit and and, and, and watch every time fred comes on i i i, I I do the fast forward. I do the jump skip. Ryan, rock with us, yeah. you know, and, um, you know, and, and truthfully, we talk about ego. It was big egos on that side. I've never been that way, you know me. Right. Uh, never been a narcissist, right? And, uh, you know, it was just a moment where um, the business would never button up. And, and, and sometimes that happens. Mm -hmm. But uh, I know you, and I know if that were a situation, if we all started this Funky Friday together. Right. Okay, I'll, I'll just say this. Y'all never seen Fred and Channing on YouTube get the exposure on YouTube. Brandon did that. Brandon did that. Don't tell me Channing and 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 Fred were getting clicks and views by themselves doing on doing their side projects. They weren't. These guys were getting millions of views with Brandon Marshall. That is a fact. But come on. You know, you would look at it and say, all right, I know what my people bring to the table. Right. Like you just mentioned a second ago, you got to know who are your assets and who are liabilities. You got to know who's helping you to be great mm -hmm. as a quarterback. You're going to go out there and you're going to fight for the Panthers, you know, for, you know, for purposes of just using any no, team want, to say, listen, I need Steve Smith to, to be paid X, Y, Z. I'm going to fight for him, no, right? Because I, I know he's going to help me. He's going to help us. That wasn't the case. Hmm. It became one dimensional. Me, me, me. And there are some things that are out there that makes it seem like the podcast was valued at this and we uh, weren't happy with, you know, what we were getting, which is, I guess, a cut. None of that was ever spoke about. Mm. That was never, ever talked about. So this $11 million, this other, that's all bullshit at the end of the day. So you felt like you had to make a better decision in the career that was healthier for you as a person. The decision. Okay, you know what? Can't, uh, Brandon should do one of two things. Either find three freshly retired young players that, that got some pop to them or do a go the cam route and just bring on guests and interview them like like Cam and, and uh, uh, Shannon, Shannon Sharp. Go that route. Brandon Marshall is still popular. Schizo or not. You know what I'm saying? Paranoid or not. You know? Um, black men just cannot, for the most part, cannot, cannot, cannot. Okay, somebody had to link to the honey packs. So we're gonna we're gonna educate some of y'all today. But some of y'all don't know what a honey pack is. Once again, when you when you're when there's you, one simple vision hack. Anyone and you're taking honey packs, you have ED, sir. Okay.
when it gets to that point you have ed okay there's not and i'm listening to austin he's like well i don't need it but i i, I tried it anyway sir you have an issue that's okay we know what that means when you when you have to take honey packs. vision impairment and this is my daddy oh, wait, no. mr cassius clay senior he told the world when I was 12 years old that I was going to be the champion. His first album came out, so he felt like his brother's parents, like he was Joe Lewis. But I said, yes, I said, I'm little Joe Lewis here. He's a champion. In today's video, we take a look at one of the most interesting fights in boxing history. Joe Lewis versus Muhammad Ali. Until Muhammad Ali came along in the 1960s, Joe Lewis was regarded as the perfect boxer. I'll come back to this later. Joe Lewis would hurt Ali. Joe Lewis would hurt Ali badly. 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 Come on, come on, come on. Let me pull this back. Let me pull this back. Let me look up the honey packs for y'all. Honey pack, honey pack. It's the royal jelly. This is what it is. Okay. These young guys are taking it now. Right? These young guys are taking it. So it contains what's the key ingredient here? Da, 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 da. Okay. Tadalafil is the active ingredient in the FDA approved prescription drug Cialis used to treat erectile dysfunction. Blah blah blah. So this is this isn't this isn't Cialis. So it's the same thing with the royal honey. Okay. So this undeclared ingredient may interact with nitrates found in some prescription drugs such as nitroglycerin and may lower blood pressure to dangerous levels. People with diabetes, high blood pressure, high cholesterol, or high heart disease often take nitrates. And it's on Amazon right everybody sells it but if you're a 25 year old guy talking about i just take it because i i, I just want to try it no sir young man you have ed or you're having issues with you're in early stages of, of having ed okay that's not don't i mean that's not to, you can try to debate me on it I know what it is. So let's see here. <laughs> FDA issued four warning letters to four companies that sell honey-based sexual enhancement uh, supplements. Uh, it's the main agency active ingredients found in Cialis and Vi Viagra. Here it is. Tadalafil. That's the key ingredient. The FDA said these drugs pose a serious risk to consumers taking other prescription drugs with nitrates tainted honey based products like these are dangerous because consumers are likely unaware of the risk associated with the hidden prescription drug ingredients in these products and how they may interact with other drugs and supplements they may take the four companies mentioned by the fda thurstum thurstum llc known as us royal honey mks enterprises shop acts and 1AM USA Incorporated DBA Pleasure Products. Okay. Uh, let's see. 
Uh, the supplement royal honey for men claims to deliver ultimate power and is the most potent and natural source of sexual power and testosterone, according to the marketing listed ingredients, including tribulus terrestris, uh, a fruit producing plant, Tongat Ali, everybody knows about that, a shrubby tree, and ginseng and root, all popular ingredients in testosterone boosters and sexual supplements. Just take some Yohimbe, man. Yohimbe and horny goat weed, you'll be okay. Just Yohimbe and horny goat weed, you will be okay. All this extra shit, but continue. Let's continue. People should be very leery taking many of these products and supplements because they're unregulated and most people don't know what's actually in them. And what is on the label doesn't necessarily correlate to what's in the bottle or in the pill. And this is a perfect example of that. Let's see. List of tainted sexual enhancement products grow in April. The FDA warned of close to a dozen other honey-based sexual supplements with hidden drugs. Warned that sexual enhancement pills sold online could contain hidden ingredients like uh, sildenafil, That's the active drug in Viagra. Cheesy peach. And these are what the listen. It's not a debate. If you're if you're in your mid-20s taking this shit, you have erectile dysfunction. It just just don't 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 it is what it is, man. It is what it is. You have erectile dysfunction and you're 25 years old, sir. Okay? Man, these young kids are done. Yeah, these young kids are done. Okay, 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 okay. That's all they talk about. See? Ali 63, Joe Lewis 58. I still got Joe Lewis. <laughs> I still got Joe Lewis. <laughs> Yeah, that's the gas station. Yeah, don't don't buy them just from the gas station. My goodness, that's that's yeah. Okay. It's all about perspective with their situation. I'm assuming we're talking about Brandon Marshall and those guys. He was di diagnosed with antisocial disorder. Um so if you didn't know what a honey pack is, now you know. Yeah, yeah, Cam has eight kids. Red pill does not work. Yeah, red pill does not work. What is horny goat weed? Come on, y'all, you serious right now? Y'all don't know what this stuff is? Like, for real? I'll do you a, a, a real quick solid hold up. Let me look it up for y'all. Here you go. Okay. I mean, this stuff has been used forever for uh you know mm, let's see yin yang huo it has limited evidence of health benefits horny goat weed contains chemicals that might help increase blood flow and improve sexual function okay people use horny goat weed for erectile dysfunction sexual problems weak and brittle bones health problems after menopause and other conditions all right and the other one that i mentioned was yohimbe
Now this is the this is the uh, this is the new thing too. The pills, the hymns. You see, you're seeing ads for these all over the place now. You're seeing this all over the place. This contains uh, tata, yeah, tadaphil, tadalafil. So between this and the gums, the blue chews, blue chews, hymns, and honey packs is what these young guys are taking. All right. Look how strong this shit is. 40 bucks a month for this 40 bucks a month for this okay 40 bucks a month for this so this is the the pills the hymns now let's do let's get to the blue chew these are the chewable tablets Okay. Uh, let's see. Online, of course. I don't want to order no shit. I just want to see that. Let's see it real quick. Fifty bucks a month for seventeen packs. Okay, the beginner's guide. Here we go. Uh, let's see, let's see, let's see. Okay, how it works, streaming plan options, how much it costs. Okay, the basics, the basics. Blue chew. Uh, I made in the USA. Delivered the same active ingredients as Viagra. That's the sildenafil and the tadalafil but in chewable form at a fraction of the cost. Okay, here we go. It's estimated that as many as one third of all men, one third of all men and more than half of men over the age of 40 will have trouble maintaining an erection hard enough for sexual intercourse. Okay. Let's see. These are chewables. There's the active ingredients. How does it work? If you're a male over age 18, blah, 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 blah. Questionnaire. How to take the pills. Uh, let's see. Let's see. You take a chewable with or without food. However, if you take sildenafil after a meal, particularly those that are high in fats, it may take longer for the medicine to work. Drinking alcohol while taking erectile dysfunction medications can increase the risk of potential side effects. It typically takes about 30 to 60 minutes for the tablets to help you achieve stronger, la longer lasting erections. You need to be, here's the key part. You need to be sexually aroused for these, uh, for the ingredients to work. In other words, you don't need to worry about getting an erection at inconvenient times. So, so like Viagra, motherfucker just, you know, they would have to, you'd be hard for hours and you would have to drain the blood out of, <laughs> out of his fucking penis. Cause he's, he's just hard for four or five hours. Like, so with Viagra, you don't feel anything. So you just, you're just hard and you can fuck the chick for an, two hours, but you don't feel anything, right? Same thing with the Cialis. They just, they just make you hard, but you really don't feel anything. So if you want to be able to fuck on the chick for two, three hours and just keep ramming her like a fucking jackhammer, that's what they do. For the most part but like the, the the blue chews and the honey packs are more natural and it works more with the body 
so now you kind of had to kind of be aroused for it to work like that but these guys that are on this shit basically just want to jackhammer the chick for two three hours they want to they want to pound the bitch in, into the ground for two to three hours that's all they want to do that's what they take it for they want to be they just want to jackhammer you into the ground okay so if you didn't know now now you know so all you cougars out here you you be mindful when he tell you yeah i got that i'm on that honey pack i'm on that royal jelly he gonna pound you out for about two to three hours you're gonna need ice you're gonna need the ice pack you're gonna be walking funny for a couple of days they're not it's not about did you come trying to fuck you into the ground okay now don't say i didn't warn you okay <laughs> jack hammer jackson is what they call me <laughs> ain't no pound yeah y'all all going to pound town <laughs> y'all all going to pound town whether you like it or not right uh let's see 20 bucks a month all subscription plans include digital consultation 24 7 medical support um okay all right so now you've been you've been warned but once again austin holloman is what 25 26 he's already taking honey packs bruh you're done you have ed you have ed you have ed there's nothing to debate there's nothing to debate okay okay now let's where i go there oh let's do this okay couple clips and then we're gonna get to this documentary about this dude this is disturbing as hell disturbing as hell Okay, where am I going with this? Um, who is this? Who is this? Okay, San Francisco. Jing Jing, my homie Jing Jing Ping. <laughs> me and Nick's homie. <laughs> you know, me and me and Nick are cool with Jing Jing Ping. He's in he's in town. He's in Frisco. It's not that he's in town. It's the fact that where all the homeless people go. <laughs> where all the homeless people go. Come on. Yes, that's right. The summit is expected to bring in $53 million, filling hotel rooms, bringing big business. And the city did tidy up for Dreamforce, but this cleanup is much more extensive. While San Francisco is in the spotlight for the Asia-Pacific Economic Conference, city leaders are making sure the city shines. Tourism is our business here in San Francisco, and we need to focus on making sure that the tourist dollars still come back. Caltrans repaving major roadways like the Harrison Street off-ramp from the I-80. BART doubling down by deep cleaning their stations overnight more often. The city had gotten a little bit dingy over time. Dingy. Scrubbing and power washing is happening is expected to bring in 50 the term he used was dingy the term he used was dingy i'm scrubbing and power washing is happening all over the city yeah the bottom of my shoes look clean like it's noticeable how clear the streets look 
and how few homeless encampments there are on major thoroughfares. Having been a longtime resident in the Bay Area, you just naturally start to wonder of like houseless folks being displaced. Public Works is installing decorative crosswalks in North Beach and Chinatown, and the Webster Street Pedestrian Bridge in Japantown was recently repainted. The Yerba Buena Gardens at the Moscone Center are decked out with new colorful landscaping and murals, paid for by the Clean California Grant, just in time for the 20,000 high-profile CEOs and heads of state coming into town next week. Some people say this should be how it's always done. What about the people who are here year-round, you know, and like local, hardworking, working-class Bay Area folks? Others welcome the cleanup. Anything that brings in uh, a positive look on the city of San Francisco is great. We will continue to do everything we can to maintain cleanliness in our streets. And city officials are saying that there are no additional funds that are being allocated for beautification. Departments are just using existing budgets. They also say that those budgets are being moved so that they can focus on the areas where APAC is taking place. The summit is expected to start on Wednesday, and of course, people will start coming into town over the weekend and early next week. I'm live in San Francisco. Back to you, Julie. All right, nothing like a little extra motivation to clean things up. Crystal, thank you. Okay. Shout out to Jing Jinping, making America clean again. Where the homeless people go, y'all? Where did the homeless people go? <laughs> Where did the homeless people go? <laughs> it's sad. It's not funny, but it's like, where did the homeless people go? Um. All right. Before we get to Bobby 2899. Um, all right. All you smart black folk that with your crafty inventions, let me just say this real quick. Black folk forever trying to just show the world all their creations and how smart they are. I mean, as they should, I suppose. I, I suppose. What they talking about? Okay, all you smarty are black folk that want to show the world how smart you are. Look what I did. I created this. You trying to disrupt industries out here. So for all you smarty are black folk that that, that create something and, and you, how dare you try to disrupt industries? How dare you try to disrupt industries? Oh, come on. Come on. We are out of water. We are not out of water. We are not out of water. They drained fuel. Uh, they added something to the coolant lines. They played with the electronics. And that's not typical vandal stuff. Less than a week after bringing free water to Flint, Moses West says the green machine he designed to do just that was vandalized. Once they broke into the machine and uh, destroyed the, the generator, very technical they knew what they were doing it wasn't just random vandalism not at all uh, put metal in the fuel system west is a military veteran who travels across the country to areas in crisis bringing a machine he designed like this one that literally makes fresh water out of thin air he put the green machine out for people <sighs> i salute his efforts but black people, why must y'all make everything a spectacle? Why you gotta let the world know what y'all doing? Why? 
why must you let the world know all your business and every move you make and i have to hold myself accountable because i'm one of those parents if i could show my child 24 7 i would right maybe maybe like dad don't put me on camera i don't want to be on camera or like she's she like i don't want to be on a live stream like i'd be trying to get me to me in front of the camera forever she'd be like no dad no no dad no so shout out to Mini Me for keeping dad in check because I'm that dad that would just You know what I saw the other day? Oh my gosh. Did I did I did I tape it? Did I record it? Did I download it? I don't think I did. There's these two little children. Damn it, I forgot who sent it to me. There's these two children. It's a child's podcast. It is brilliant. They're like five and six years old. They got shore mics. <laughs> they got the boom arm. Two little white kids. They're just talking five-year-old, six-year-old kid stuff. And I'm like, that is brilliant. Brilliant. I'm that. <laughs> that's a brilliant. If I had two toddlers, I will talk what what happened in kindergarten today well you know miss hernandez and otis and then billy and it's a brilliant br i gotta go find that clip i gotta find a clip i gotta find a clip i gotta find a clip it's a brilliant idea okay let's get back to this stop letting the world know everything you do i'm so tired of the first black this Black folk have been reduced to the first black this, first black this, first black that, first black female this, first black young male that. Y'all act like your kids being valedictorians is something new. I don't give a fuck. I don't care if your kids are valedictorians. Whoop de fucking do. Why is that a flex to me? Why? Your kid, your kid graduated high school early? Great. I don't care. Your kid has a 128 IQ? Great. I don't care. I don't care. You're the first black person to do this? So what? Big deal. Big effing deal. I hate, I hate this first black stuff. I don't know who's got it worse. Women, black women, or black people. Black women got that shit bad. Like, oh, first African-American female to do this and that. Gives a fuck. No one cares. Come on along Saginaw Street on Thursday and was hoping to make a big impact. He says before the vandalism, they were giving hundreds of people free water every day. You gotta look at, uh, I'm making anywhere from 1,200 to 2,000 gallons of water a day. You give it away for free. That's a lot of money out of somebody's pocket someplace. Okay. Hey, listen, I, yeah, I'm, I'm the, I, I, I love the kids, man. I love the kids. Like, yeah, get your ass in here and contribute. Contribute. All right. If we're talking about more weak children of, of the melanated side. So Lane Kiffin, does anybody, is anybody up to speed or aware what's going on with Lane Kiffin and one of his players, defensive tackle, what's the little nigga name? Defensive tackle... DeSanto Rollins at Ole Miss. Okay. Lane Kiffin 
and his beef with his own player, defensive tackle DeSanto Rollins. Do y'all know what this kid did? Do you know what this kid did? DeSanto. <laughs> this is the this is crazy. This is crazy. He went, he, he, he needed a mental health break for two weeks. DeSanto Rollins. He needed a mental break, for, a mental health break for two weeks. Y'all, we raising weak children. This is why this child labor law stuff. <laughs> this is why, oh, wait, wait, I'm so, I'm so, my bad, my bad, my bad, my bad. Okay, let me, I'll run it back. I got the clip. Don't worry about it. I got the clip. Don't worry about it. I got the clip. Don't worry about it. I'm going to replay it. So audio from the alleged meeting between Ole Miss football coach Lane Kiffin and junior defensive tackle DeSanto Rollins leaked uh, Thursday. Rollins uh, threatens uh, to kick him off the team. Kiffin berates Rollins and threatens to kick him off the team saying, go read your effing rights about mental health. Okay. During the audio, Kiffin does the majority of the speaking at times, raising his voice and using profanity towards Rollins. So Rollins needed a mental health break for and was gone for two weeks. Okay. Kiffin, uh, you know, I'll just play it. Let me just play it real quick. Weak kids, man. These kids are. If you would have come here when you kept getting messages, the head coach wants to talk to you and you saying, I'm not ready to talk to him. I wasn't. Well, what world do you live in? I don't see why you got to be disrespectful. Honestly. Get out of here. Go, go. You're off the team. You're done. See ya. See ya. Because I'm... See ya. Go. Go. And guess what? We can kick you off the team. So go read your rights about mental health. We can kick you off the team for not showing up. When the head coach asks to meet with you and you don't show up for weeks, okay, we can remove you from the team. It's called being the It's called hiding behind and not showing up to work. All right. So that's what he's... That was the leak. That's what the kid leaked. The kid did this. He recorded their interaction. Okay. So now Kiffin and his attorneys file a motion to dismiss the lawsuit according to court documents. The motion indicates that Rollins is still considered to be an active member of the football team. Uh, Rollins is still listed though. He has not appeared in the game during the heat. So he hasn't played one game this season. So the allegations made against the lawsuit against uh, Lane Kiffin and Ole Miss, the lawsuit seeks 40 million in damages and alleges racial discrimination on the part of Kiffin and Ole Miss, discrimination on the basis of disability or perceived disability on the part of Kiffin and Ole Miss, sexual discrimination on the part of Ole Miss, 
intentional affliction of emotional distress on the part of Kiffin, negligence and gross negligence on the part of Kiffin and Ole Miss. Rollins is also seeking a temporary restraining order and temporary injunction that reinstates him to the football team. He alleges that he did not receive a mental health evaluation after sustaining a concussion. Oh, shit. Well, I didn't know all this. Oh, come on. You can't play with the concussion protocols, y'all. Okay, you can't you can't play around with the concussion protocols. If the little niggas say his head hurt. <laughs> if the little nigga says his head hurts, you got come on. Come on, y'all. They don't play around with the concussion protocols. Char Willie, thank you for the cash app. She said hashtag SPE. <laughs> she said hashtag ED. <laughs> You cannot play around with concussion protocols, y'all. The little nigga said his head hurt. If it's the little Negro says his head hurt, you can't do this. You can't do this, unfortunately. This ain't, yeah, this ain't Bobby Knight. This ain't um, all them old school head coaches. This ain't no Dean, uh, whatever his name, North Carolina. Not even Mike Krzyzewski. No, Rick Patino can't do all this. No, uh, Bobby, who's the other guy from UNLV, the old head that died? The old Jerry Tarkanian can't do all this. I can't do this with these kids. These, this whole new breed of soft ass kids. Come on. This alone right here buries you. This alone buries you. So that July, he endured an injury to his Achilles tendon that he that the filing says left him suffering from severe depression, anxiety, frustration, embarrassment, humiliation, a loss of sleep and loss of appetite that substantially, substantially limited his ability to perform major life activities of walking, jumping, standing for long. Well, no, duh. You're, 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 yeah, you're injured. This is bullshit right here. So this is BS. Sir, you're injured. Of course, you can't walk and jump and stand for long periods of time. But this, the concussion part from April 2022, that is not good. Let's continue. The suit also claims Rollins suffered similar symptoms when he re-aggravated a previous injury to his lateral collateral ligament in his knee. That's the LCL. Sits on the other side of the ACL. Uh, he alleges that Kiffin and Ole Miss coaching staff forced him to practice afterward. He alleges Ole Miss failed to provide him with mental health resources in response to his injuries or the death of his grandmother the following January. Yeah, you have to cut him a check. You have to cut him a check. Over the summer, Kiffin said that the entire football staff at Ole Miss is mental health first aid certified. The university claimed it was the first program in the country to do so. Rollins alleges that Kiffin never kicked a white player off the team for requesting or taking a mental health break and that a white player who had been removed from the team had been allowed to return. The filing also alleges that women's volleyball players and white softball players had been allowed to take breaks to deal with mental issues. Ooh, that's not good. That's not good. I don't know. Cut this kid a check, man. Not no 40 million, but get him up out of here. Cut the little pussy a check. Get him out. Your, get him out your hair. Cut him a check. Get him out of here. 
Cut him a check. Get him out of here. Cut him a check. Go on, get him, get him up out of here. And you, you can't, you. Yeah, that's, that's not good. That's not good. That's not good. Ah, you're right. You're right. <laughs> you guys are right. But these kids, man, these, these some different kids. These some different kids. All right, real quick. Real quick. Hey, now some of y'all know who this woman is. Some of y'all don't, but she's making the rounds. I'm just going to point out some things. I'm, I'm here to do a body language assessment on this woman. I have no issues with this woman. Um, this woman is going to take over and expand the lane that Cynthia G has left since her departure. Uh, she's a kinder, gentler, more eloquent, I guess, uh, version of Cynthia G. And um, I'm just here to assess her body language. That's it. That's all. Okay. Once again, I don't care to have a discourse with this woman. I'm not here for the, to get her attention. I'm just here to observe her body language. Okay, you ready? Let's go. Motivation to transform your life and relationships. Life coach, author, and motivational speaker, Pincella Carr is here to share with us how you can turn your pain into purpose. I love that, pain into purpose. Ladies, ladies. Your grandmama taught you how to sit. I hope, I hope your mama taught you how to sit. This is not how a woman, a, a respectable, a proper woman sits. Okay. I'm here for a body language assessment analysis. This is not how a proper woman sits, but let's continue. Yes, yes indeed. Where did that come from? Well, it came from realizing that I went through a lot of things and that those things gave me wisdom to turn it into something to help other people with. All part of the plan. Yes. All absolutely. part of the plan. Mm -hmm. Okay, so talk to us. I know you've released two books, mm -hmm. The Five Components of Love and The Game, 41 Shades of Men, The Pursuit to Subdue and Use You. Yeah. Uh, oh, don't worry, uh, Derek. I, I, I already talked. Uh, we, we smoked a pack earlier about an hour and a half behind it's okay i smoked that pack earlier today it's looking like colorado's gonna f finish four and eight <laughs> let's go yes what insight uh will readers get uh from these books okay well if you read the five components of love you'll realize that love actually has a structure to it and it's not just a feeling or something random oh i'm interested okay <laughs> yes definitely <Keep> speaking. <laughs> absolutely now if you watched any of her lives and her videos she speaks in a very very much harsher tone with her people to the people than she does in front of that white man. You know what? It's something about the white white folk that just bring the instant slave out of somebody. Just instant submission. I think black people have all dare I say the majority of black folk have a genetic predisposition to naturally submit to Europeans. I think it's genetic at this point. You know how they used to believe in phrenology? They used to believe that the dents in your skull made meant you were a, a more submissive slave. They actually believed that used to be a real science. Phrenology. P-H-R-E-N-O-ology. It used to be a real science where they determined the more 
lumps or dents in your skull meant you were a more submissive slave. I am of the ilk that the majority of black people, melanated people around the world have a natural bred genetic disposition to be submissive to Europeans. I would love for anybody to debate me on this. I would love for that to take place. Please to try to debate me on this, but let's continue. So five <laughs> components of love, you'll be able to see if somebody actually loves you or not. And you'll be able to learn how to actually love yourself through practicality. Oh, yes. Ooh. Yes. And you know, if this was easy, uh, I think we wouldn't have these books to to guide us, to 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 talk us through, to enlighten us. Absolutely. Uh, this can be a, a learning moment for a lot of folks. Absolutely, absolutely. And with the 41 Shades of Men, I'm a expert male psychologist and behaviorist. So I I'm not sure how a woman can be an expert male psychologist and behaviorist. This woman is an admitted lesbian. I have no issue. You know, listen, y'all know me. I, I, I have no issue with lesbians. <laughs> Studs, I'm like, you know what? Imitation is the sincerest form of flattery, but studs are caricatures to me. I don't respect studs. You're a, you're a caricature of what you think a man is, but lesbians, I'm cool with. This woman is an outright out and out and about lesbian, and she's still married to the husband of her child. I'm not here for that. That to me does not matter. Okay. Once again, if you find value in these people's content and it resonates with you, that's all that matters. Okay. All right. Come on. Let's get this body language. I'm here for body language. She's talking to him in soft tones. She allows him to speak and finish all of his words, his questions. She thinks before she answers his questions. Now y'all know when she was on sister George, shout out to sister George and Con concrete Rose. Don't they gave her hella pushback and she and Princella got hella ignorant and hella disrespectful shout out to sister George and, Con Con and concrete rose cause they put the pressure on this woman and she didn't like it but come on let's go teach women the reasons that men are pursuing them, which will give them more power in their relationships. This is really interesting. I was talking with my producers yesterday about your visit yes. and specifically this book. Yes. Uh, and it, it, it led me down this uh, this path from, from my my college days. Mm -hmm. And it was a prerequisite course that it was we had to take. Mm -hmm. And you, you picked from certain classes, certain courses. And uh, it was called Men and Masculinities. Mm -hmm. And to this day, it was, it is mm -hmm. the, my favorite course. It's, it, it was the best course I, I I, I took throughout my college education. Mm -hmm. um, it, it was fascinating. Talk to us a little bit, a little bit about what it means to be an expert in this area, and what people will get from this book. Okay. Well, in this area, you have to have a lot of experience with men. So I have a lot of experience working with them in male-dominated industries. I've dated them. I've been friends with them, and there is a consistent pattern of thinking and behavior yeah. with men. And that okay. Now that doesn't make you an expert. That doesn't make you a, a behavior expert in men that's your qualifications i don't know if she has degrees in whatever field she i that doesn't qualify as you an, an expert ladies all y'all done did the same thing this woman has done you have worked in male dominated industries you've dated men some y'all married men some y'all had children with men i i would assume y'all you guys would be male behavior experts as well without the paperwork 
That's so deeply when you talk about those those environments. That's so deeply rooted into almost every aspect of our society in every industry. Absolutely, absolutely. And I, I'm uh, under the impression that women are largely ignorant of who men are at their core. Uh, and I think that has a lot to do with fairy tales, watching Disney mm, and idealism. Mm. So women approach relationships with men from an idealistic point of view and it never tends to go that way. And it's because they don't know the true nature and the behavioral patterns of men and why men are even in relationships with them to begin with. Do you think that's learned, that's taught? Is it like a nature versus nurture? Do you think people, do you think it's that's something that, um, that we're, I don't wanna say born with, but <laughs> do you think it's, a, it's, it's, is it learned? Is it situational? Is it environmental? I think it's a combination of the two, but I think it's 75% uh, biological and 25% really? Nurture. Wow. Yes. She believes. Yeah. Fascinating. Absolutely. Well, why, why that discrepancy between, why, why one being 75% one? Well, chemically and uh, chemically, men and women are very different. Yeah. Uh, neurologically, they're very different. And, <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, okay, that's nothing new. We all know this. That's what makes us so special to each other, right? That's why we compliment each other when we're both healthy and functioning. But come on. That difference plays a major part in their behavior. But the social structure adds fuel to the fire and mm. it actually makes things worse than it would be if we went in terms of nature between both men. She's not a bad looking woman. If she redid this wig on her head and somebody redid her makeup, she's not a bad looking woman. I know her inbox is stupid flooded right now, both men and women. And the voice thing, hey, you know what I'm saying? You know, I like, I can deal with a husky voice chick. That don't bother me at all. Shout out to Detroit. And women. We're trying to force men and women to behave in ways that actually go against their natural behavior patterns. Interesting. Yes. Really, truly, this is really fascinating. I also understand you um, created um, a podcast called High Power. Yes. Um, what inspired you? What is high power? What inspired you to do this? Well, um, I've always been naturally gifted at speaking and mm -hmm. uh, it was just a, a drive and a purpose. And it, one day it just came into my head to create the high power podcast. And what it is, is the power lies within you. And the way that we turn this power up is very controversial, but it is so enlightening and it allows people to take control of their lives without having to blame other people for circumstances that are within their control. Within their control. Correct. Things oh, they that, can control. That sounds like accountability. Wow, I didn't know it was that deep, y'all. It ain't that deep. I'm just here to do, <laughs> to peep this woman's body language. Correct. I'm not passing the buck off to say, well, this is the reason why because it's systemic or whatever it be. Correct. Whatever it be. That's really um, that's that's also very interesting. What what are some of the within this? What are some of the topics that you you navigate? Uh, well, I navigate uh, biology, so I'm, I'm deep into sciences. Yeah. I'm into social structure, so I speak on psychology, philosophy, uh, biology, and all forms of social structure. What, what's the response you get from folks when, when I mean, this can be uncomfortable, right? Yes. People aren't necessarily going to want to hear what it is you have to say Correct. or even agree with it. Correct. <laughs> well, the response is very good. My or, I have a, a large organic uh, audience. Yeah. Yeah, I don't really do much advertising, yeah. but um, I've changed a lot. Don't need to. You know why? Because those goofballs down the street did all your marketing and promotions for you. That's why she doesn't need to do any marketing, guys, because the men will do it for her. Because all those videos they made about her and all the invites to the different men's platforms to debate her, her, her points and whatever, y'all did the work for a firm. You guys were her marketing firm. Now, some could say, well, Sly, you're doing the same thing. Am I? I'm just here assessing body language. 
this thing is so packed deep into this live stream. No one's going to go through two hours of my live stream to find, oh, this was live promoter Priscilla. That's not going to happen, sir. But come on, let's go. Of people's lives who listen to me and the responses contrary to what people think are very people are accepting of it. it are, do you when, when you're talking with people you know, I was reading something the other day and it was about um, you know the, the smartest people in the room are not always the loudest nor are they the most opinionated the smartest people in the room are the people who can be influenced and mm -hmm. can change their minds correct do you ever see when you're speaking when you're interacting with people that they have these aha moments <laughs> that something yes. clicks yes. that it makes sense yes all all the way around because both I, among men and women well my audience is mainly women and there are a few men who um take it they, they see it the That's thing is with point. men is that <laughs> men do not like to hear the truth coming right. from women now point. they can say these things to themselves with their buddies mm -hmm. but if a woman says it everything changes mm. you know even if they know it's the mm -hmm. truth mm -hmm. but for women it's like a aha moment because I've taken bits and pieces of things that they can't connect the dots with by themselves and I've created an entire picture and a story behind all of these missing pieces that make it make sense to anybody who listens yeah yeah mm -hmm. this is really fascinating um, I know that you offer uh, several different services as a coach uh, and a consultant for women um, for people interested in uh, you know those services, I know you're hosting several events across the country. Uh, you'll be soon speaking at Texas Southern University. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, how can people uh, go about connecting with you? Uh, you know, benefiting from the services you provide. Yes. Well, you can find me at uh, PrinceLaTheQueenMaker.com. I do offer one-on-one -on -one coaching, and I offer a workshop called Love Men and Manipulation Decoded. And so I've tied in the concept of love in accordance with male nature mm. to prove a point that I actually is a very controversial point and it's uh that men are not capable of love Ooh. Yeah. okay now that this is what she's known for this is what got everybody in the tizzy because she openly says that men are not capable of loving which is the most idiotic thing we just love differently but we know you know you recognize when a man loves you but she she's created this wave in this lane and it's working for her even though it's a it's a bs talking point it's bs rhetoric it's working because a lot of people are actually buying into it and you have the men on the other side, her opponents, openly, actively promoting her. She doesn't have to pay a firm a dime. You guys are doing the work for her. She's not an ugly woman. I think the con I think these are contacts, so I believe these are not her real eyes or eye color. But f facial shape? She's got the oblong shape. She's got a decent pair of lips. You know, her nose is not offensive. I mean, she's not a bad looking woman. You know, just this wig thing, you know what I'm saying? And the decent, she needs better makeup. You know what I'm saying? Motherfucker gonna try to hit, but come on, let's continue. Yes. <laughs> oh, 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 I feel like we're like in church on a Friday yes. morning at 8.34. Yes. Oh, man. Yes. What's the response been from this? Well, when people initially hear it, it's uh, rejection and it's anger, actually. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and the reason why is because most people think that love is a feeling or an emotion. Yeah. So they feel like, well, everybody has emotions. That's, that's possible. But when you really get down into what love truly is and there are five elements to it, and then you realize the nature of men and the biological and neurological <laughs> makeup, you realize that men are not capable of going through these components. Ooh, wow. Very interesting. Yes. Wow. Very interesting. Uh, someone once said that mammals are the only, or no, excuse me, humans are allegedly the only mammals mm -hmm. that participate in monogamy. Yes, and that's all forced. So yeah. anytime you create a law, law enforcement, and ideals to try to push people, you're going against nature. Yeah. So 
nobody is actually monogamous, which is right. the reason why you have issues with cheating or right. quote unquote cheating yeah. and things like that because everybody's going against their natural behavior. Man, patterns. we can talk about this all Absolutely. morning long. <laughs> it is early. Okay. Uh, okay. We can continue this conversation. That's all I wanted. And um, look at her on social media, and her of course, baby, in weeks, uh, weeks to come. Thank you so much for coming. Ay, that's all I wanted to show y'all. That's all I want. Okay, now let's get to why we're here. Uh, let me know if you if you've heard of the this YouTuber. His name is Boogie. Two, two is it Boogie? Nope, sugar baby. Nope. Boogie two nine eight eight. This is a fascinating, horrifying, disturbing insight into this YouTuber. Shout out to Mike Clum. Mike Clum, don't hit me, bro. It's transformative content. I respect the effort you put in and trying to at least not paint this guy as a total basement dwelling incel. But this man, and then when the the then when the 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 sex worker comes in to talk, Lord have mercy. This is Boogie two nine eight eight. Boogie two nine eight eight has four point one million subscribers and this man is broke this man is in debt massive amounts of debt and he physically is uh not the best on the best side of health okay this yeah 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 so yeah some of y'all heard of him okay 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 let's go let's go this is for historical psychological study when I'm on my deathbed, the biggest regret I, ha I will ever have is knowing that I had a job that every person in the world would fucking kill for. And I fucked it up. I'm going to be mad about that until I go to the fucking grave. This is insane. Insane. Don't let guys like the lead attorney convince you to buy a course con let think making you think he's cracked the YouTube code and if you buy the course YouTube can be no I'm gonna keep saying it there are 51 million YouTube channels 51 million you are not special come on Once again, shout out to Mike Klum. Nine months he spent with this man. Uh, there was one girl. For this. I don't know if I should talk about this, Mike, but I'm going to. There was one girl that I dated. She liked a lot of childish things. She liked rubber ducks. Let me know That's if the volume is too high or too low. And one of my favorite memories with her is us setting in this tub, her playing with rubber ducks as I, I washed her and then when we got out, I took her to bed. One of the best nights of my life, Mike. Happened right here. <laughs> so when it comes to financial approach, I don't fucking know what I'm doing. Money comes in, money goes out. For the longest time, my ex-wife 
handled that shit, but then I got divorced. I don't know where my money is. I don't know what it's doing. The only thing I've ever done with it is I threw it into crypto and then lost a shitload of it. Well, here's everything. If you want to see, there's $2,758 in my bank account right now. That's all he has in his bank account is $2,700, dog. $2,700. And let's see if mortgages come out yet. So tomorrow when they take mortgage out, I'll have about $700 to live off. His mortgage is two grand. Up until the 20th when I get paid again from YouTube. So Sitting around waiting for a YouTube check is not the business. You use YouTube to, to launch you, yourself into other avenues to generate other incomes of, of uh, streaming incomes. Sitting around once a month on the 21st, waiting for a YouTube check is not the business. Come on. So I'm just going to live off of $700 and I'll probably sell some cards along the way and use that money to make ends meet as well. I have a credit card with them that I owe $600 on. And on top of that, I stole $163,000 on my house. I think my net worth is zero. Right once you pull the equity out of the house, get rid of the house debt, sell off all my collectibles and pay off all my debts. I think that puts me at $0. Y'all see all this? This is what you have to do to get to zero debt. Shit. I'm worthless. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Yeah, this is the hard part. Back to reality. <sighs> this man had a gastric bypass and still fat as hell. Come on. But my best he's attempting to save twenty thousand dollars to remove excess skin yeah oh my god this is the one the ladies love i call it my meat apron i have two meat curtains there's a second one i have two glorious meat curtains now that is the pocket that's the area right above the scrotum okay you know, this is why they tell y'all, this is why ladies tell men, hey, the whole, um, the more belly fat you lose, the bigger your dick gets. Because the more fat you have down there, it takes away, it shrinks your, your penis, right? You lose, you lose inches or size or whatever the case may be. The more belly fat that you have. And once you lose it, you kind of get some of it back. That right there is the area that sits right above the fucking scrotum. That's the, that pouchy thing at the very bottom. Yeah, male fupa. Okay. Yeah, he has a fupa. Come on. We're going we gonna to learn some of y'all tonight. Let's go. I don't like showing it to people and people don't like seeing it. So that's why I'm going to die alone. Well, my real name is Steve Williams. Uh, I'm known online as Boogie2988 because there's a lot of famous Steve Williamses and I'm not one of them, right? Uh, I started a YouTube channel back in 2006, right at the very beginning. And <laughs> I got famous for comedy sketches as well as like life vlogs and, and just 
sharing my personal life with other people. What's up, ladies and gentlemen of YouTube? Boogie tonight is <laughs> painful on my left leg and head. Um, but that's just the kind of woman I married. So give her some love in the comment section. Give her some money. Okay, 2018, he was getting 280,000 views per video. Exactly 2023, this down is where I spent six, eight hours a day 000. trying to figure out how to save my career. What's up? Ladies and gentlemen of YouTube, we're going to 90 day control. I'll get to the power of the internet. Today, let's talk a little bit about why you got to do better than I did. Right? Wow. I told the audience, I told you guys, I told everybody, this is the center of my world right here in this recliner. Y'all see these numbers? With my dogs. Watch. Do y'all see these numbers? This man has 4 million subs and he only made $5,700 for the month. 4 million subs. Why are you in my wallet? Why are you touching my money? Where's my 20? I hid it from you. Why do you need money for what? To get washing detergent. You were the last one to touch the money. You call yourself taking the, the 80. Remember that? That was last week, literally last week. That was not a long time ago. That was last week. The point is you were the last one to touch it. Bank of America. Let me see. Are you sure you took all of it? I did not have, I put gas in the car. Then she ain't got cash yet? Okay, turn this stuff down and go to the... Uh, hush me, God. I'm sorry, guys. Don't get married. Let's go. Watching television, playing video games on that television. But the other day, the audio on this TV started to go out. And whenever it would make like S sounds, it would crackle. This is sad. And so I know I'm budgeting, but I immediately went to Amazon and bought a sound bar for a hundred bucks. And then the this next day, the TV stops crackling. This is educational. And now I have a hundred dollar sound bar that I don't need. But I know I'm supposed to be budgeting right now, but because that's my TV, because that's my only source of entertainment, because it's the only thing I do, it it's one of the worse. only things that bring me peace. Like, I'm like, I have to be able to hear my fucking TV. It gets worse. But that's every addict, right? Like Mitch Hedberg said, I'll just do enough heroin. And then he like, yeah, see? OD on heroin, right? So I guess every addict tries to manage the addiction, but I don't know, man. We were talking about compulsive spending a minute ago? Yeah. Okay. Dude, I spent a lot of stuff on, a lot of money on stuff. You know where a lot of the money went? And like, it felt really compulsive at the time. Uh oh, wait, 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 well, hold up, hold up. Before we get to the sex worker part, uh oh, do we have a success? We have a food stamp success story. Vince said, Sly, I finally got a food stamp plug, 800 for the next two months. You're welcome. You're welcome. We have our first food stamp success story. Y'all better stop playing. Inflation isn't, isn't going anywhere. Congratulations. Run it, run it up. Run it, run up the food stamps. Run it up. Let's go. Okay. Between 2018, 2021, this man spent over 200 bands on sex workers. 200 grand on sex workers in three years. What is that? 70 grand a year? That's a shade under $70,000 a year on sex workers. 
Good lord. I am a former sex worker escort and boogie two nine eight eight. Hold up, hold up! Before we get to her story, cause she gonna cook this dude so so viciously. Is the volume good? Is the audio from the YouTube good? Is it too loud? Too 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 low? I want y'all to hear this part. How she cooks this dude to death. Are we are we good? Okay, we're good. The vibe, turn it up. Okay, somebody said turn it up. <laughs> Let's go. My clients from LA, and I get a message on this website. You can probably guess which one from this guy who looked a lot like Boogie. I took women on vacations, and I took them out to fancy dinners, and I took them to like Disneyland and shit. He bought me dinner, he got me a purse that we were talking about over messages, and he got me a couple gift cards, and he spent well over 5000 on just that night. You know the rules. The rules are we're gonna go out and eat, we're gonna have dinner, maybe we're gonna fuck, and you're gonna enjoy a nice lifestyle that you don't normally get to enjoy. This ain't the worst part, y'all. Let's go. So he was really funny, I can definitely tell he was nervous. Um, he did eat a lot of food sure he got two entrees which was very unique it's not a revelation i like beautiful women i like to hang out with beautiful women fuck beautiful women we all do okay i never got to do that okay the women i dated were pretty sure but they were listen to the psychology behind it listen to the psychology behind it whether he's a simp or a trick that, that to me i don't care he is what he is but the psychology behind it y'all like Arkansas eights, not LA tens. With sugaring, I got to fuck some LA tens, and I think that's cool. We got back to the hotel, and I do regret to say that I slept with Boogie 298. Overall, the experience, and I don't mean to fat shame or anything, but there was rolls upon rolls upon rolls, and it took me a lot of time to find a stick. She said it took him a long. Oh, have mercy. No, that's not the worst part. Now, this woman just said, a sex worker just said it took her a long time to find it. This is not the worst part. <laughs> this is not the worst part. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> I am not married with two kids, and sleeping with Boogie is one of the reasons I quit sex work. Lord have mercy. This woman is married with two kids and said a, a Boogie was the reason why she quit sex work. Bruh. How repulsed could this woman possibly be for her to quit her occupation? She quit because of this man. Is that sexist to me? Sure. Is that womanizing me? Sure. I don't really care. Um, I'm a 48 year old man. I never got to fuck a model. This let me fuck a couple of models. Is that wrong? Here we have some of the women in this area that are local and ready to go out they'll go to dinner with you they'll go to a show with you maybe they'll come back to your place but they are expecting something in exchange uh but then it's window shopping right like any other meat market like tinder you kind of scroll down the, the list of photos until you find someone that looks interesting to you i think this girl's really cute oh yeah yeah she's definitely a little thicker than i necessarily would always go for but there's nothing wrong with that so I deserve to go to Disneyland with a beautiful girl, right? <laughs> I deserve to go to, to New York and explore Times Square with a beautiful girl, right? Like I deserve that and I want that and I've never had it. Man, if I had that money back, 
that would be half of my mortgage right now. That thousand dollars is my entire health insurance payment. Mm. I don't know what the prostitutes get with it, and I hope they spend it in, in good health. Uh, but I sure could use that shit right now. You know? Well, you want to go for a walk? So you can—he knows. He—you can't tell me he doesn't know. <laughs> Leo, up, baby. I know. We'll go in a second. I gotta prep your brother. He's great. He's actually—I actually really love I, him. I a lot. respect his candor. At least he understands why he does what he does to a certain when it comes to women. I know how much these things mean to you. What's it like to have to sell them? But this man is financially yeah, down, hella bad. So selling off these things kind of sucks because I've been playing Magic for 30 years and some of the cards in this box, I opened back in 1994. I opened them in like 96 and I've held on to them ever since. And that's a, like, they're a piece of my childhood. They're a piece of my history. I thought I was gonna get buried with this stuff. This is, this is my stuff. This is me, this is part of me. And uh, I made some money off of YouTube last month, but I did not make enough without a sponsor or something like that. I just, I'm not making enough. So we're gonna go. Y'all, 2,900 from YouTube. His monthly expenses are 6,500. He only made three racks off YouTube for that month. Come on, man, stop playing with me. To the game shop, but this is gonna keep me from going out on the on the streets, right? Like this is gonna keep me in the house. So I think I think it's bittersweet. I think he would find it bittersweet. He would have wished I. I'm selling magic cards on whatnot. I'm selling collectibles on eBay. I'm selling arcade machines locally. I'll sell it all. And I'm gonna sell enough to help him mortgage, but I'm also gonna sell enough to be able to play magic tonight. Because I don't want people wondering why I'm not there. I don't want people like knowing I'm broke. Like that's embarrassing. I can't afford thirty dollars to play Magic, so I'm spending thirty bucks to play Magic tonight. <laughs> okay, so this month I need from you about a thousand dollars to make mortgage. So I need you to pick out like a thousand dollars for stuff. Like there's a couple of cradles in there. There's a city of traders in there. Well, I can do two hundred piece on this. What? Dude, I thought we were looking more like 400, 450 on each of these. 175 is what it's down to. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Those Good Lord, that took a beating. So he's gonna get more than what the market price is. The market price for those two cards was 175 a piece. The guy's offering 200 per, per card. So he's actually getting more than fair market value. Wow. These are reserved list cards, Glenn. Yeah. They're not going anywhere but up. Okay. Well, you say that, but the dual lands went down. I mean, yeah. All right. As long as I'm getting mortgage money, as long as I'm getting some cards here tonight, okay. You, you do. You, you gave me these back. Mm -hmm. You want to sell them until I come back in here because I'm not gonna sell them anybody else for you. Okay. Two. No, make it three chicken quesadillas. What's paying for this? Shit, you're paying me back on here. <laughs> The interviewer paid for this man's meal from Taco Bell. That's how down bad Boogie 2988 is. Let's go. Don't hurt. Yeah, we all look the same in a game shop. It's because we're fucking outcasts. We're in a kind of small Pay town. Attention. We're fucking autistic as shit. We're awkward around women. We're awkward around people. We don't know what the fuck we're doing. Pay attention. And then I come back here and I'm looking at all the shit I need to sell and I'm surrounded by all this shit that I bought for YouTube videos and stuff. And it's hard to not think about what a fuck up I am. But that's why I go to the arcade. That's why I go to play Magic. That's why I have my friends over. Because for just a few hours, I'm not that fuck up from YouTube. I'm just Steve Williams. I'm just mm. me. Oh, this is this is my Saturday night crew. We get together every Saturday. We eat pizza, we play Magic, we play board games, we do Smash <laughs> Brothers. 
I'm being serious. Magic the Gathering, this is my crack. Is not my it tonight. I met him at the magic shop. I met him at the magic shop. Now him, I met at the magic shop. This guy, I met at the magic shop. This guy I met uh, at the magic shop. This guy I met because he was a roommate with a friend I met at the magic shop. Now y'all wanna sit here and convince me this red pill thing is working? Y'all still wanna convince me that this red pill shit is real? Come on, let's go. All right, come on. Okay, so I have a million dollar question for you guys. Every Saturday we get together. Mm -hmm. Every Saturday I order what? Pizza, chicken fingers, tacos. Those are the things I normally get us, right? Like I normally spend like $100, $150 every Saturday like fetus. And like I showed them my bank books today and I'm not like, I've never wanted to burden you guys with this, but like I'm at a point where saving $300 a month would be useful. I mean, we've, we've been telling you for years that we don't care about the food that much. Okay. Yeah. Like, don't, like don't get me wrong, I like having snacks and soda when I'm over here because I don't eat those at my house. Right. But we've, I mean, we definitely said it throughout the years, like you don't have I, to feed us, but you, you, you do it anyway, so. When are we gonna start bringing girlfriends around? Uh-oh. Also, when are we gonna start bringing girlfriends around that aren't hookers? Uh-oh. Because <laughs> that's all I've brought around for five years. I mean, like we haven't had like legitimate girlfriends over in a long time. You haven't dated in, in a while. You haven't dated in a while. I mean, yeah, a while. That's fair enough, yeah. I think he's a good guy, yeah. I think that Boogie's definitely a, a good guy. Uh, he loves his friends and his family, and he cares about people a lot, and he cares about what people think about him a lot. He's a fun person to be around and to laugh sad. and make jokes with. And sometimes we open up and we have like really personal conversations, and I enjoy getting to know him in that way as well. Willing to do things for us. He's offered to, you know, take care of us or offered us a room if he needs it. Um, He's still gonna make some of the same jokes. You know, we all have a sort of drive. So why can't y'all come together to help him out since he's taking care of y'all for so long? That's what I'm I'm questioning. Okay, what kind? Okay, you know your man is in a bind. Why can't y'all just pull y'all resources, come together, and help him out? By my okay, but this is sad as fuck. I was not prepared for all this sadness. Let's go. Sincere humor, sincere kindness. Uh, it, it doesn't always show up, but uh, he, he does have a lot Damn of, a lot of compassion for people. That... I think he's just a guy <laughs> with good and bad. But I don't think he's as bad as a lot of corners of the internet think he is. I think as long as he stops tweeting the N word, he'll be fine. <laughs> uh oh. He went. He not, not, He's dead ass serious. Okay, now I don't feel bad for this guy. Now he, I'm glad he's in a, in his predicament. Serves him right. This guy ain't laughing. Dead ass serious. The N-word is just a word. Mm. If you guys left and these cameras weren't rolling and I was sitting here alone in the dark mm. and I said the N-word, there's no magic power to it. So say it. Oh no, I'm not gonna say it on camera where it could hurt somebody. I like offensive humor. I like dark jokes. I say fucked up shit. I think the darker something is, cancer, rape, uh. murder, child abuse, the darker it is, the more important it is to make jokes about it. Wow. I feel, I'm sorry you had to go through that, bro. Yeah, that's okay. All right. I mean, so I didn't go through it. I'm still watching that. And, uh, yep, yeah, so fuck her. And now she's dead. That's a lot of money, I guess, for a person of color, or is it not? I don't know. Wow. Someone says you can't put your finger into a clitoris. Somebody here doesn't have a scalpel handy. You play that fucker just right, you can wrap it all around your fingers. You just gotta, you gotta shave real thin. Woo! That's disturbing. That's the most fucked up thing. No, I plan to shoot you, bud. Please. You pointing a gun at me? Yes. Wow. Is this what we have to do? Where it really went south is when one guy spent like a month of his time gathering every link, every video clip, everything I'd ever said or done since 1998, and he compiled it into this one huge mega thread. It's like 10, 15 pages long. And every time my name would get mentioned on Reddit moving forward, it would all link to that mega thread. Well, wow. these people on Reddit. Okay, here we go. Here we go. 
here we go and this is what I, I was talking about protecting yourself as a, as a content creator from from outside when you, your online life bleeds into your real life you know now you see the, the, the after effects so he on the reddit he was abused his wife supported child abusers had attraction to minors mocked racial minorities lied about mental health diagnosis uh claimed good things came from the holocaust threatened to kill his own dog and to bombard my sponsors used his friend's death to promote new channel made fun of a child for having divorced parents threatened to offer himself to guilty fans and to support faked harassment emails to gain sympathy flirted with his new with his friend's widow after his death what to make me misused patreon funds on personal toys i don't have no issue with that manipulated his sugar babies and girlfriends lied about weight loss progress to gain support blamed his audience for not meeting new year's resolutions cheesy pete he look as bad as possible every time i got a new sponsor they would bombard and uh eventually they dropped me all right lorena you called it you called it so this was his income over the last few years this man 2018 half a mil 2019 oof from from that from 2018 to 2019 should have already been making moves because that 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 it's over for you at that point and then oof, 2019 to 2020 half and then half of that in 2021 Woo, shit are you ready are you ready to step back into 1988 you ready to go back to my childhood because that's what's behind this door Do you, know what, do you want to know what this represents to me? This is everything that was good about my childhood. Mm. And when I walk back in here, it's like going back in time, except things aren't completely shitty. So this is the classic. I mean, I even have a Pac-Man tattoo. This is the game I most identify with because it's about a little round guy running through a maze, trying to figure shit out, eating everything in sight, and getting chased by ghosts of his past. So I basically Pac-Man. I know, it's simple fun. And, uh... I mean, look at the guy. He looks like me. This is crazy. Uh, I, I might have sprained it or broken it or something. I was walking to the bathroom in there. And there was a loud snap sound. And things kind of shifted in one direction. Wow. And now my foot is swelling into my shoe. Oh, uh, yeah. And it hurts really badly. It's the fun part about being old and fat. You never know. You don't know if you'll wake up tomorrow. You don't know if... Today is that stroke or heart attack you've been waiting on. Or if it's going to be a healthy day and you feel real good for a change. You never know. So I don't know. It could fucking be today. Do I think I'll make 50? Yeah, probably. That's only two years away. Do I think I'll make 60, which is 12 years away? Probably not. Here's everything that's wrong with Boogie. Holy cow. Low testosterone. Oh, of course. Testicular hypogonadism. What? Sleep oh, that means he has extremely small gonads. The testes are shrunken. Go figure. Apnea. Swelling due to blockages of lymphatic flow. Seboric eczema. Chronic back pain. Protein in urine. That now that is definitely not good, protein in your urine. That's a kidney thing. So the kidneys aren't filtering out what they need to filter. That's not good at all. That's from kidney damage, folks. That is everything keeping me alive. We have 
Losartan, tramadol, buprofen, sertraline. Uh, okay, tramadol is a pain. Is, is a that's a that's a pain med. Don't ask me how I know. <laughs> oh, back pain. I deal with nightmares. I'm always tired. I don't know the last time I did sleep. Otherwise, if I don't wear this machine at night when I'm supposed to be sleeping, I'm actually drowning in my own fat. Uh, high blood pressure, history of gastric bypass, intestinal malabsorption, vitamin D sufficiency. Because like most gamers, I hate the sun. Morbid obesity, major depressive disorder, major anxiety disorder, history of diabetes mellitus, blood pulling in veins, varicose veins of the legs with complications, degeneration of lumbar or lumbosacral intervertebral disc. That means my back don't work so good. History of basal cell carcinoma, that's cancer. Wow. And of course I can't breathe so good. So asthma and allergies as well. So it's a waiting game now. And it's just about making the best of it. Just enjoy what you got when you got it. Cheesy peach. Sometimes that's a chicken quesadilla. I wanted to make like a documentary that was generally entertaining. Yo, even even homeboy got depressed being around this dude. Oh no! Even homeboy is like, I need a mental break. Cheesy Pete. You realize? Wait a second. Everything he says is depressing. Everything he says is like the saddest shit I've ever heard. Wow. And it's just about making the best of it. This is the first documentary we're, I'm doing. I can't put out a documentary that's this guy the whole time because I don't want my brand new channel uh, to be known as making documentaries about the most depressing people that exist. It's just like, what the fuck happened to this guy? What the fuck happened to Boogie? Okay, I'm in my mental health class community. Okay, okay, okay. Well, he's losing what made people originally like him. It, it could be as simple as just that positive attitude. Why not use your only life to make the lives around you better? Fuck you, it's none of your fucking business. It's my body, it's my choice, eat shit. And over time, in the content, we see this shift where he starts to become more interested in money. I just like making content. I just like talking to a camera. I just like doing cool stuff. I just want ad revenue. I just want YouTube to pay me a fair amount. It's all I've ever wanted, right? And his concerns about money. If I can teach you anything, it's to hold on to the money you get. Oh, are you trying to manipulate people into giving you money? The answer is yes. Give me some money. And we're interested in complaining. I couldn't be more grateful. I couldn't be more grateful to people. What a comment. Thank you. I'm a walking embarrassment, dude. They do. Look at me. I'm fucking disgusting. Better, I'm a piece of shit. I will never function the way you function. It's not possible. Um, that's why if you're griping to your viewers, if you're complaining to your subscribers, I mean, that just leaves a sour taste in people's mouths. Y'all pay attention because we know a bunch of content creators that do exactly just that and then guilt you into supporting them more. Oh my goodness. I know two off the top, but I'm not here for that. Let's continue. I think my window's closing. And if it's not closing already, it's it's already closed. Right, so if there was money to be made in making people feel depressed, I think Boogie would be in the right business. Like that's just my life philosophy at this point. Just face down in the mud. That's that's pretty much how we live our lives. Uh-oh. That that's right around the corner. Like I have to sell this place. I have to 
I have to tap into the equities to survive. Like that's the last of my money. Mm. And so much of that money is going to doctor's appointments and tests and all of that is just to fucking stay alive. <laughs> There are plenty of different content creators that have various mental illnesses all over social media. And some just say, it is what it is, and this is what I'm gonna do. Boogie tends to be really obsessed with this idea that it's favorable to have people feel sorry for you and that kind of victim uh, mentality where you can get further in life if uh, people have compassion on you, regardless of the- Well, maybe if he were a woman, yes, this would apply. He could get away with the sympathy card if he were a woman, but he's not, he's a man. So everyone expects a man to kind of get about the ass and, and you know, black out whatever is going on and, and get to work. The reason they're doing it. I look awful. If I look like I've been through hell over the last couple of days, it's because I have been. Most notably, I ruined my body. Like Jerry, I ruined my own career. Maybe it was the imposter syndrome. Maybe it's because I... It's been a, a method of, I, I think covert narcissism is the right phrase. Like, oh, look at how pathetic I am. You should feel sorry for me. You would never be mean to me because I'm so pathetic, right? Oh, I'm so fat. I'm so weird. I'm so goofy. I'm such an old man. I'm so... Mm -hmm. I grew up in an abusive family and an abusive home. The amount of pain that's in my head and my heart is... So vulnerable narcissism has a number of characteristics. Uh, a person can be considered a vulnerable narcissist without having them all. So with vulnerable narcissism or covert narcissism, we see pessimism. I feel defeated and confused and lost all the time, every day. Hypersensitivity mm. to criticism. I can't handle this kind of hate. I can't handle these types of attacks. I can't do it. Reactive anger, so they're not really thinking things through. Is this what I have to do? <laughs> so goes by Boogie 2988. Need for admiration. Can I get a round of applause? The self-centeredness. I'm the perfect victim. I have been victimized my entire life. A sense of entitlement. You guys want to help me pay for my Tesla? Please go ahead and dig deep. I sure would like a free fucking Tesla. Leaving oneself to be special. How many kids went on to get 4.5 million YouTube subscribers? One. Steven no. Williams! You're just watching the same things over and over again. What's up? Ladies and gentlemen, YouTube. Boogie 2988 is so catastrophic. I'm happy about it. People are sick of the shtick. And what would you recommend to him now uh, to get his viewers back? I don't think he's he getting get his him. viewers back. I don't oh. think that's a possibility. I think I the only thing to do now back. is go a different angle. Yeah, he would have to tap into a whole new market. He would have to tap, he would have to revamp, rebrand into a whole new sector market and i don't think no his original fans ain't coming back but i don't even know if that's possible i mean it, i'm not gonna say it's impossible but how do you change yourself like viewers are smart like they want to see you they want to see what you're interested in i don't know you got to get a job no uh -oh. maybe in this case GameStop. Uh -oh. hey hey so quite a few of you youtubers that need to get jobs somebody's channel recently got demonetized whose channel was that y'all whose channel was recently demonetized <laughs> core like thank you for the turn of the cash at brethren let's <laughs> continue <laughs>
he attempted to get a real job. This is hilarious. Don, I'm Boogie or Steve. Okay, uh, yeah. what do you prefer to be called? Honestly, Steve. probably Steve. Let's go with Steve. Okay, Steve. No problem. Whatever you prefer. And so you are here today because you are seeking employment. Yeah. You're seeking out new work opportunities. Absolutely. Tell me a little bit about your background and where you think you want to go with the experience that you already have. Um, I did work at a small gaming store back in 2006, 2007. This man has no certifications, no real life skills, no skill set. No licenses, nothing, no work history. Jeez. I am disabled, uh, recognized by the state of Arkansas, but also the United States government. There's that. Now, the downside of that is I am extremely depressed. So there's some mental health issues that we bring to the table. And then physically, I, I am morbidly obese. I have no references, uh, no work history, and no education. Wow. And when you Google my name, you might see rumors that I beat my ex-wife and I'm- Why would you say, oh my, look at this white woman's, look at Karen's face. Why would you say, this man has no, listen, he's never been on a job interview. And so he hasn't been on a job interview in what, 10, 15 years? And no one sat down to coach him through a job interview over the questions he may be asked and things that you don't want to reveal to the recruiter? Like, now you've given him the reason to look you up online. Look at her face, y'all. Oh, you like to beat women. Oh, you like to beat women, do you? <laughs> oh, you like to you like to hit on women, huh? Also a pedophile. Should mention I'm also oh, felon. This is okay. painful. Uh this is painful. What's the nature of your felonies? Aggravated assault. How old is it? About two years. Okay. Bruh. So I think there are some avenues you could explore. I definitely don't think it's impossible, but you have some challenges yeah. lots of things in life are about your mindset and you're using weight and disability i can't i can't i can't if that is the attitude that you're going to have when you approach everything then you can't exactly anymore. exactly i did work in the porn industry for the better part of seven years so yeah. i mean be real with me do you really think it would be a good idea to go to a real interview and reference porn it depended on the job i would think like at a strip club maybe but probably not in a more professional setting. wow yeah i would yeah. say that uh, what would you think his chances <laughs> so are here you of getting for? employment in the next three months? I'm not sure when it comes to the felony, we would have to seek cor corporate approval for that sort of charge in order to proceed forward with a candidate. And they would ultimately be the ones to make the decision as to whether or not we would feel comfortable presenting someone like that to our clients. Oh my God. Violent felonies, violent crimes, or sexual crimes. Um, hey Mike, uh, listen dude. I know we're making this documentary and everything, and I know you think I need to get a real job, but I just want to let you know I'm not going to. I'm not going to walk into some job when I have 4 million subscribers on YouTube. I'm one of the original YouTubers. Wow. What I'm going to do instead is go back to making content, go back to telling stories and entertaining people and making money doing it. And you want to check back with me in a couple of months. Let's see how things are going. Wow. All right. I'll talk to you then. Self-sabotage, y'all. Go lay down. Go lay down. Go lay down. Good job. Yeah, so I mean, things are great. Um, people are still mad at me on YouTube. Uh, my view numbers are pretty much close to zero. I'm having trouble breaking 10K on an upload right now. And uh, uh, not not everything is bad. I've got at least one good thing going on. What's that? Can I show you? Uh-uh. 
So this is uh this is Desi. We can call her Des. Desiree. Yep, Desiree. Yeah. Now for y'all, what's wrong with this picture? Wait, 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 wait. Y'all, come on, come holla at your boy. <laughs> what is wrong with this picture here? I, I I'm all for. <laughs> what did she get out of this? What is she getting out of this? Yeah. <laughs> She's 20. She must be homeless. She's got to be homeless. I just, I don't know what it was. It was, I guess it's his energy, his, his curly hair, his glasses. I'm, I must be in a nerd. It's, I guess, I don't know. He's just adorable to me. I like him. He was going through a lot and I randomly hit him up on Instagram and I told him that I, you know, I support him and that I'm always here for him and stuff. And so it, it started from there. <laughs> on paper, it just doesn't really add up, right? It doesn't make sense on paper, but then practice and in reality, there was just something there. <laughs> so it was pretty crazy, but I just felt it. I felt, I felt an energy connection to him before I even met him. And I don't know, that's just, that's just how it is. And then the longer we spent talking, I don't know, eventually you just realized we're the same person doing the same thing, living the same lives, just at different stages. And I can see myself getting married to Boogie. I could definitely, I could definitely see us getting married. In fact, I, we may or may not have talked about it a little bit, and we may or may not sit around fantasizing about it and what thinking about what this? it's going to look like. And, and I called you wifey the other day. What is this? And you this? loved it. You were no. so there for it. If I proposed right now on camera, <laughs> what? what would you do? I'd say yes. That's a good sign. <laughs> Boogie what? has improved my life tremendously. He <laughs> just makes me happy, the happiest I've ever been. What are we doing? And I'm not alone, and so that he just completes me. Growing up without a father figure has oh, its challenges. Like you just don't have that that, si that support system that you would and the advice that you need. She looking for so a daddy. It's just difficult. I don't ever want to be alone. That's another thing. I'm just, I just, maybe that's why I have stuffed animals. I just, I don't ever want to be alone. And so it's just nice to have company. She needed daddy. I help with the dogs. I get him. I get him his water. I, you know, like whatever he wants and requests. You know, I, I just mainly is to take care of him. He takes care of me. So, yeah. Sometimes I, I pick weeds out here. So, cause like it makes it look better. Wow, she cutting the grass. I'm trying to trim down these vines, but this woman out here doing yard work. Not doing work? a good job. I don't do this very much. <laughs> you know, I used to have a theory, Mike, <laughs> that if you are a 40-year-old man and you have a Snapchat, that means you're a creepy dude. Turns out my theory was right. I have a Snapchat and I am a creepy dude. <laughs> what would you do? She out here doing your work? I found that person and they happen to be 20. And I get that it's creepy to date somebody half your age or younger, but people can call me creepy if they want. If she's happy and I'm happy, then I will be the yeah. biggest creep you need me to be. Hey. As long as her and I are happy. You can be as mad as you want. Sexually, we both seem to be having an excellent time. Wow. I would say that's the best I ever had. What? You were... <laughs> what is going on, y'all? What is this? I had a friend tell me I look like a, 
a samurai on vacation? <laughs> I wasn't gonna ask if you could see it, but. <laughs> Here and I think, did you, what are you, a YouTuber or something? Yeah, oh. I've been uh, on YouTube for about 17 years. You've been on YouTube for 17 years. Yeah, four million subscribers. Okay, and this is your your girlfriend, who is much younger than you, is suspiciously. That you know, it's never good when you say, "Well, she's an adult." Is this a sex trafficking situation? People single us out. I hate it when people like. We're gonna do that though. It's to be expected. You're right. We're different. But fuck them, right? Yeah. Ain't fuck no em. excuse. Fuck them. He's not manipulating me. Uh -oh. I love him for him. He okay. doesn't control me. Okay. We're a team. He supports me okay. in everything I do and everything I want. He's he's my support system. Okay. <laughs> Let me get a McCrispy <laughs> Deluxe. Combo, make it large. Oh my gosh. What do I think about his dire financial situation? I think it's scary. Yeah, what's so scary about um, That he might lose it all in a day. He might just be homeless one day, but. So if I'm broke, if I go broke, mm -hmm. okay? If we end up back on disability and it's me, you, and Chad living in some small apartment mm -hmm. and we're eating McDonald's every mm -hmm. day and that's treating ourselves. Mm -hmm. You gonna be able to handle that? Yeah, I guess it's that? me, you, Chad, eat McDonald's every day in our small cute apartment. Because I mean, I'm hopeful that people will go back to watching us on YouTube. I hope that people will be, I'm hopeful that people will like. You now, know. I ain't gonna front. If he's smart, he makes this pivot and does the couples podcast thing. If he's smart. He shows the guys, hey, I got a girl. You can get a girl too. Hey, what do you like about me? How did we meet? Yo, if he's smart and plays this pivot right, he'd be straight. Oh, I can go back to live streaming full time again and do like six hour live streams like every other streamer and like grind it out. But I mean, there is a very real possibility that one day I won't be able to do that anymore. We're going to have to live off of whatever we can. Are you prepared for that? As long as I have you, that's all I need. Bro, listen, I ain't gonna front. I, I ain't gonna front. This would be a good look for him. This would be a good look for him. Now, I'm, I'm no fan of this boogie dude because of the, the racial thing, you know what I'm saying, all the children, but this would be a huge look for boogie. You know what I'm saying? To get on fresh and fit. But he needs to make this pivot with his girl and be like, like we're gonna make boy girl content. You know what I'm saying? Hey, and, and you may not like this, but hey, babe, are you open to doing OnlyFans? Are you open to doing OnlyFans? Just do pictures for now, maybe a couple videos once a month or some shit like that. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm just saying there's ways to pivot and make money off this because obviously he can't work. This man's physically disabled, clearly. I, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm just putting out ideas if I'm his brand manager. <laughs> Have you ever thought about the fact that she's just waiting you out and trying to take your 401k when you die? I'm out. I, I, I'm broke. You're broke. I'm broke. Yeah. Four million subscribers. Even if he does go broke and has to sell the house, I'm still gonna be by his side. He's the only one that I love and I care about, and there's only one of them, and so I'm not just gonna up and leave him for money, because money's an issue. Because I love him, and just imagining a life without him is difficult. Hey. This a, hey, she down for it. She down for him. I can't be mad at that. Find you a down ass chick. 
find you a down ass chick. I mean, my biggest fear is dying on her. If I die in the next two or three years on her, that's just gonna ruin her life. I really want you to understand how actually sick I am. Like, I don't know if you actually get it, but this is my health summary. This is everything that's currently wrong with me. My risk for stroke or heart attack is astronomical. Somebody say stroke. There's that S word again. If somebody says stroke. Cool. I am essentially a walking time bomb. And I'm so fucking sorry for that. I really, really wish I had taken better care of my body. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I'll never be ready for it, but I know. I don't want you to be alone. I don't want you to be alone. Okay. <laughs> I've talked to my therapist since me and her have been together about overcoming it. My therapist keeps telling me the same thing. When you learn to love yourself, okay. all these things will fall into place. And okay. I just got to teach you the skills. And okay. then I turn to my doctor and I'm like, what do we do? He's like, you've had bypass surgery. You lost 200 pounds. What more can I do for you? I'm like, fix it, dude. Help fix it. And then they're telling me that I'm the one that has to fix it. I don't know what the hell I'm doing. And I'm making less and less every month. And I'm scared shitless. Man. Whew. And now, making his way to the ring, Boogie tonight! Hey, so Mike, I just got off the phone with Keemstar, and he has a boxing event coming up, and he's giving wow. me a slot on the card. Got it. This is 800 pounds in one day. This fight pays $10,000. No chance against me. Shut the fuck up. People are going to see me win this thing. This is where I turn it all around, right here. Wow, what a comeback. Yo. So since you guys were here last, I did have a bit of a windfall, which bought me some time here in this house. Uh, the problem with that is I spent more than 10,000 getting that fight together. So by the time all that was done, all I did was put that $10,000 back into savings. Wow. Being in the new relationship is great, but I mean, she can't help pay a $2,200 mortgage. Mm. Okay, let's go through my monthly bills for a second. My health insurance is 800. I have $500 worth of medical bills. I have $500 worth of utilities. I, I pay for doctor's visits, physical therapies, labs constantly. I still have to pay for the car that mm. I drive. I still have to pay for car insurance. I still have to pay for health insurance. Diablo 4 came out. I had to buy it. Uh, Final Fantasy 16 came out. I had to buy it. Tears of the Kingdom came out. I Wait, had so he had to buy Diablo 4. He had to buy Final Fantasy 16. He had to buy Tears of the Kingdom. That went 60, that's $230 right there, wasted in games that he didn't have to buy. I had to buy it. That's $400 worth of video games right there. But if you take out all of it, you take it out. All I eat is sandwiches every day. All I do is sit here. I don't pay for any Netflix subscriptions. All I pay for is internet, utilities, medical bills, mortgage. If I pay for just that, I need $7,000 a month. Mm. I'm not making $7,000 a month, and I have no clue how mm, to do it. Mm, mm. 
So there's something I've always wanted to try. Okay. Uh, there's a lot of research that came out of Europe and now we're doing it here in the United States where psychedelics can help reset certain brains. People who experience childhood abuse, people who've gone through trauma. Here we go. People who deal with post-traumatic stress disorder. Here we go. And I'm all of those. I, to be honest, I'm scared shitless. It's one of the only things I haven't tried yet. <laughs> so let's give it a shot. Okay, okay, okay. Oh, you about to do some mushrooms? Oh, My given name is Ryan Arthur DeLeoyo, and I've adopted the name Flaming Star. There's one thing that's undeniable, is that there's always this question about why. Why am I here? Existence. What's really happening? Who am I? That's what happens so when you seek gonna, out hallucinogenics. Gonna it's gonna allow everything else physically we're, here we're to relax. The emotional stuff is gonna come out, trauma's gonna come out, but afterwards your atoms are gonna go back into their original positions. That's why. He'll be mind, body, and spirit all one together. I can't with y'all. We're all connected. I believe when it. you get to a certain point of understanding, <laughs> I can't inside with your intellect mind, that connectivity, you realize your hands are basically like, like USB 49 years old. So these are the, uh, it's crazy to think that something that just grows out of the ground has so much power <laughs> and I'm actually holding it in my hand right now. But here we go. Oh my gosh. They don't taste bad. Honestly, that doesn't taste too bad. They're pretty good and dry. Every, everybody just says kind of earthy. He about to see, he about to see lucky, uh, green oh, stars and or what is it? Welcome to the club. Four leaf clo clovers and green stars and purple hearts. God bless and you and be with you on your journey. Okay, so I think we've been about 20 minutes in. Oh, he's out. About 15, yeah. About 15. So we're about 15 minutes in, and I started to feel things are kind of wavy and kind of disconnected. It's kind of like my brain works on multiple channels and like He's I have to it. pick and choose what I'm concentrating on. I have never been oh. I have no clue where the fuck I am or even who I am. There he goes. I I He's about to experience the second part of the realization of letting go. And we're gonna to get to the other side of it. I told you they'd come. It's gonna get nice and bright in about five more minutes. Yeah. And the reflection in the water is really cool too. So what do you think was the first trauma that you experienced which, you had, which basically set up like a defense mechanism for you? Man, yeah, my parents are just crazy. They're broken people. Parents? Okay, okay. Yeah. Okay. Stewards? People who are like trying to, to, to oh, okay, okay. Yep, that makes a lot of sense, doesn't it? What? Like they don't, I mean, that shit doesn't matter. <laughs> it really doesn't matter. Okay. That was the dumbest shit. Oh, and it happened so long ago. <laughs> like I've just like... been waiting <laughs> for the right time to just drop that shit. So uh, when did you feel the need of this separate personality? Is that what, was that like what you used as a coping mechanism? to socialize with. Interesting. Oh, that's exactly what it is, right? Like, I didn't know what the hell, I don't know how to communicate what I was dealing with or what I was going through. And I okay. just, right. We put on these different faces in order to deal with situations in society. You try to give people what the hell they want. And then you felt like that was the need to make up Francis or other personalities. Yeah. Are you ready to let all that go? Okay, we getting somewhere. Yeah, please, man. 
Oh my God. This is the first time I've ever felt happiness. I wait, 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 what? Happiness. <laughs> this is the first time I felt it. So I'm about to tell him, man, it's all kind of bullshit. It's, all, bullshit. it's all bullshit. Just all the things that have been Because you are the master of your own orchestra. It's a game, right? So it's up to you to choose. Uh-oh, uh-oh. Steven, are you, can you get up? Hello? God bless those that have to sleep with CPAC machines. I feel so sorry for y'all. My heart goes out to y'all. I'm still not sure I'm like really here yet. Well, Mountain Dew, that's not that's not good. I don't really want breakfast. That's just that's a change. Jesus. Let's go. It's just all bullshit. Like none of this matters. None of it. Oh. It's all a construct. It's all a simulation. It's okay. all. It's a fucking video game. Okay. He, we got a breakthrough. You know when you die? I think I died last. He said a construct, y'all. Physically, my body was fine, but I think I went back into the void we come from. And I think, uh, I think I'm still in it. Except I'm also in this physical corporal body. Okay. But I'm also the incorporeal being that puppets it and controls it. And okay. damn it, I feel like I'm in control. I feel like I'm in control of myself for the first fucking time. My man Mojo is triggered. Did we get a breakthrough? He's he talking. He's talking a good. The game. stuff that I, I normally worry about, like worrying about my finances, worrying about my internet, worrying about what people think about me. It's all so incredibly stupid. It's all just bullshit. I think I'm gonna enjoy making YouTube videos again. I think I'm gonna enjoy live streaming again. Okay. What's up, ladies and gentlemen of YouTube? We do 98 financial office get to the power. When I make a video, 10,000, 15,000, 20,000 people watch. That is still my dream job. Everybody falls off. That's part of the deal. Every single month. He had tons. Of you start off as a nobody, and for a short period of time, you're a somebody, and then that star burns out like every star does. I was lucky enough to get hit by lightning. I was lucky enough to get to live my dream. I was lucky enough to get to enjoy all of that, play this game the way I wanted to play it. I'll be gone one day too. Okay. But for one brief moment, we we got an opportunity to shine really bright. Oh, yeah! <laughs> wow. Okay, um, wow. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what I watched. I don't know what I just watched. I mean, <laughs> I'm about to say, where'd the girlfriend go? Where'd Dez go? We ain't seen Dez in a minute. You know what? I'm going to have to follow up with this. I'm going to have to follow up with this. Because it, I, I, I'm, I'm invested in it now. I'm invested. Yeah, what happened to the girlfriend? <laughs> He's getting views again. Hey, that's what's, hey, you know what? Let's go look. Let's go see. Let's go see. Let's go see. Boogie2988.
Okay. He's he's at 4.02 million. Oh, hey, hey. You know what? He's back on top now. He's back on top now. Look at this. So the house tour. 130,000 views. Oh, his girlfriend. See what I'm saying? This is the pivot he needs to make. 208,000 views. Interview with the recruiter. Extended cut. Okay. Talked about Spider-Man. Spider-Man 3, 64,000. Um, GTA 6, 75,000 views. The comedy club joke, 53,000. He just did a, a Zelda. Okay. Uh, the movie has been, been announced. The Zelda movie. A Nintendo, 32,000. I think he's back, y'all. I think he might be back. I think Boogie might be back. Did he do any live streams? Let's see what his live's looking like. Nope, no lives yet. But he's back doing the videos. I think I think he might be back, y'all. This documentary might be the shot in the army needed. You know what I'm saying? I'm just it might. Whee! They broke up? Are you serious? Where? Don't tell me they broke up. She threw away my food. She ruined everything facing our fear of heights. Oh, I left my girlfriend. Oh, no, that's not it. Ask me and my girlfriend. What's up? Okay, you see what I'm doing right now? What? Huh? What? What? Okay, okay, okay. I've been on here too long. I gotta go. Wait, wait, wait. Where is it at? I, 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 I don't see them. I don't see the breakup video. $1,200 dinner from kid behind the camera. She nearly my food creeping. A retro grain game stop pestor. No, I don't, I don't see where they broke up. Worst dark ride in America. Oh, that was a month ago. Okay. Okay. Let's see. darkest part of this documentary that was 12 days ago okay she tells her truth this is five days ago so let's see what, what happened here Grammarly? Hi. Yes. God damn it. okay let's see what happened and who i am i'm i'm a camera girl <laughs> didn't really have the perfect family um or the like perfect life but like, uh, I grew up in Sexton, Missouri. Life there was kind of stressful. It was just hectic. There was a lot of people. Commentary a lot of, uh, YouTube says it's a lot of crazy a things idea. going on. I don't think so. It didn't bro. really feel safe. The violence and stress impacted me. Where now I have uh, anxiety, but it wasn't just from that. It was definitely a part of just like growing up. I've had a lot of trials I don't and think errors. This, and be, just, like, this is a bad thing. Things that, go wrong. Uh, so I was very quiet and just kept to myself. Safe or like actually, and honestly, I uh, I felt okay. self-conscious. I gotta go. Wife is like fussing at me. She cooked dinner, so. I'm getting the RBR achievement. Come get your food. <laughs> the wife is fussing at me. Come eat your food. <laughs> we'll come back and visit this. This is fascinating stuff. I think Boogie's on his way back. I think if him and the girl, you know, can find a way to keep it going. You know, yeah, everybody. That's the beauty of it. 
redemption stories are like the make the best stories so nah i gotta i gotta go man she she made she made something and um she fussing at me so i gotta go <laughs> thank y'all for hanging out <laughs> thank y'all everybody that came through um this was a fascinating uh watch with the documentary shout out to mike clum my clump oh my god nine months with this guy and then i know another two months to edit everything all the footage so um yeah thank you thank you i'm just here to i'm just here to help so with that being said uh i don't know if i'm gonna be back for the for the watch party for a cover so if i don't make it tonight please bear with me you know forgive me but yeah i gotta go be a husband so that being said thank everybody that donated that came through just to hang out and whatever and all your comments is always appreciated i'll catch y'all later peace